This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Apartments.com. Is 30 seconds enough time to convince you to use Apartments.com to find your next home? I don't know. How long does it take to tell you that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere and helps get more renters into their homes than any other website? After all, 40 million people have found their place there. So, yeah, 30 seconds should be plenty of time. Visit Apartments.com to find your next place. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Guys, I want to say I'm very, very excited about uh, the fact that today's episode is brought to you, oh, such a good show, by the return of the FX original comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. So good, so nice. The Hollywood Reporter called the series' first season, quote, and I'm quoting this, ridiculously funny. They didn't just stop at ridiculous. And they warned that you will die laughing. I think they were probably making a pun about the fact that the show is about vampires and they're the undead or they're dead. What are vampires? Are they dead? And then they become undead? I don't know. Anyway. The show goes into all of this. I think that's the pilot episode. They talk about all the terms. Anyway, this season, Shadows continues to follow our four favorite vampires who have been living together for hundreds of years. Uh, The season even features our buddy Nick Kroll, friend of the show for 11 years at this point. What We Do in the Shadows premieres Wednesday, April 15th on FX, streaming next day, FX on Hulu. And if you missed season one, catch up now on FX on Hulu. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by the hit IFC series, Portlandia, returning Friday nights on January 4th, 2013. Two back-to-back all-new episodes will launch season three with hilarious guest stars like Patton Oswalt and Jim Gaffigan. That is Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein's hilarious IFC show. Make sure to tune in and visit IFC.com for more information. We are counting down the top five episodes of Comedy Bang Bang of the year from five to one here on today's special best of 2012 episode part two. All of that and more all on today's Happy New Year! Just kidding. Hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> you got them! I totally got you. Oh, what a piece of work is mine. <laughs> welcome to the show. This is Comedy Bang Bang for another week, and this is a very special episode of Comedy Bang Bang. I am your host, Scott Ackerman, and uh, this is very special because this is part two of our Comedy Bang Bang Best of 2012 specials. Wow, we have one Dune, right? One Dune as <laughs> Frank Herbert. As Frank Herbert hoped to see before his death of <laughs> sand poisoning. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they, they used to sandboard him. Because yeah, he was a terrorist. He wouldn't give up his secrets yeah, about this world he created. <laughs> They'd say, where is Dune? <laughs> Lead us to it. Sorry, I made it up. And, oh, and pour sand, pour down, his sand down his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And he died. He oh, just, well. He just had it coming. 
<laughs> Let me introduce who you're listening to, by the way. This is uh, professional comedian Paul F. Tompkins. That's right. I get paid for it. My co-host for the entire program. Hello. Perhaps you heard our part one. I bet I bet you did. I hope you did. If you didn't and uh, you are listening to this, I mean, sure, this can be the first episode you listen to. Absolutely. No problem. But I would say go back and listen to part one. And you know what? I would say if they, if they started with the best of part two. Mm-hmm. They're kind of uh, they're a bit savvy because they're saying, "Hey, I want to hear the best. I don't want to hear the ten through the, six. Why don't I cut to the very best? And why don't I fast forward mm-hmm. to uh, you know like so number when one? Ten minutes left, so I don't have to wade yeah. through. They're like, "Hey, let's cut to the chase hey, here. Hey, 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 cha cha, cha cha. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your favorite dance, cha cha? How many years do you think it's been since anyone has imitated Dennis Miller?" <laughs> A, d- I know, a decade? I know that at the office, it's been probably one day. Oh, for, really? For me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Paul, uh, if, uh, let me just explain briefly, if this is someone's first episode, what they're listening to here. Oh, for them? Yes. I thought you were going to explain it to me. I can explain it to you. Do you not know what's happening? Scott, uh, Scott uh, explain it to me like uh, I've, I I have no idea what's going on. Paul, I don't think you have any idea what's going on, do you? I, I don't. <laughs> okay, let me explain. Comedy Bang Bang is a podcast, uh-huh. and it is a great podcast and maybe you've heard about it and maybe you heard hey it's really great but you don't know how quite to get into it because you look at our vast archive or you're skeptical and you say uh you know what i'm not going to listen to your vast archive i'm going to listen to this best of and then i'll make my own decision that's right so that's why we put these out at the end of the year to highlight the best moments from the show and these are all voted on by the listeners The listeners these are people that have done the work for you of listening to the show and it is an arduous tedious task (laughs) that's right i do not recommend it (laughs) i don't know why any of you are if there was a separate subscription feed for just the best of episodes oh so that twice a year that's the you know what that's the problem is most people just want the best of episodes and they subscribe and then they have to listen to all those other ones and then they end up voting on them yes but yeah everyone votes on their 10 favorite episodes of the year we uh take the top 10 of those votes Mm -hmm. and we play them back to you we've already heard 10 through 6 including some bonus clips uh, and we're going to have, in this episode, we're going to break it down from five to one, including a couple of bonus clips. And um, the, I, I know. I, know. I, think, I, just, I think right now people are saying that's impossible. What, to do what I just said? To do what you just said. It's not. In fact, it's so possible we're going to prove. We're doing it not because it, easy, it is easy, but because no. it is hard. That's right. What, um, Before what, this decade is through. Yes. We will count down from five to one. The decade of 2002 through 2012. That is correct. <laughs> yes. I, I guess I should have said 2003 to 2012, shouldn't I have? Yeah. Uh, yeah, who cares? It's you know as, what? It's not as much fun. Don't write me any letters. Don't ever. Ever. Print is dead, so stop printing. <laughs> and stop cursiving. Uh, thought uh, you could get me on a loophole. Oh, I thought I could. The kind no. you'd see in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get to it. What do All you right. say? Let's I'm not start stopping it, Scott. No, I'm t- trying to say okay. enough okay. with the bullshit. No, let's I'm... get to it. Yes, I know. I understand, you know I mean? but I'm not. I'm not the impediment here. It's the well, listener. I don't. I. It's not that I'm saying you're in the impediment, but I wish you'd stop impeding things. <sighs> Have you ever wanted to hear a podcast of two people who are really mad at each other <laughs> and putting on brave faces? You know what? Now I do. <laughs> I would like to listen to a strain. Mad at your cast. <laughs> 
Not mad about you. No, mad at you. Mad at you. And it stars Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. Oh, and she's naked like she is in the sessions. That's right. Oh, that would be my favorite part. Did she get naked in the sessions? Oh, yeah. uh, All the time. Every scene. (laughs) What? Yeah, she's naked in every single scene, including the guy's funeral at the end. Spoiler. That seems improper. Improper? (laughs) Who are you all of a sudden? I was trying to say improper and inappropriate at the same time. Impropriate. Let's uh, get on it, Wikipedia, dictionary.com. Come on, Wiktionary. <laughs> so this comes to us, this episode um, is st- uh, coming to us at number five. Number five. That's right, number five. That's right. That's right. Number five. Singers, stop singing number five. <laughs> this is episode number five, and this is episode 167, an episode entitled New No-No's. Oh. Are you ready for it, Paul? Yeah, I am. <laughs> this one, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this this one really killed me. Yes. This is another episode with Marissa Wampler. We yes. talked about her on the previous top 10 uh, uh, or the previous best of episode last yeah, week. Look it up. Marissa Wampler is our uh, CVB intern who mm-hmm. cr- gets on mic. Mm-hmm. This is the second appearance in the top 10 for her. People love her. Um, yeah. And a comedian named Gerard Carmichael also is in this. Uh, right. A great comedian, young guy. Um, That's right. Was very funny on this episode. But I want to highlight the section of the show whereupon our old friend Paul Rust comes in. Good old, good old Rusty. Good old Rusty. What is stronger than iron? Rust, I say. Oh, that's like a, a riddle from The Hobbit or something. <laughs> that's right. In theaters now. <laughs> 48, I say. 48 theaters? 48. I only see it in 48 theaters at 48 frames and in the Continental 48. <laughs> the contiguous United States. So this is a section where Paul Rust comes into the show and he has uh, he's a comedian in his own right. And he has a feature called New No-No's, the titular New No-No's. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one of, in my opinion, one of the funniest things I've ever heard on the show. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't I couldn't believe that it was happening. And I couldn't believe how much it was making me laugh. So enjoy that. This is number five. Number five. All right. Well, I, w- I want to get to my ne- my next guest here. He's a, yes. a, f- uh, a friend of the show. He's been sitting patiently here. Um, first of all, I want to say his name. Paul Rust, you've been on the show several times. Scott, good to be back. Thank you. And uh, Paul, you're a comedian here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stand up. Stand up and when, when I and maybe Gerard, you've you're probably influenced by his work a little bit. Yeah, yeah. When, I, I have always said to me, I, I've been following your career very closely. Yeah, That's, I know what you're gonna say. I remember the first time the you came first up to time, my, after yeah. you saw my first. I set. said you seem like a young, a young Bill, Bill Maher. Yeah, mm-hmm. a young Bill mm-hmm. Maher. Yeah. You said, well, I forget. I might not be getting the exact words right, but it was mm-hmm. something like, you put. Everything and anything in your crosshairs, and yeah. you don't hold back. I I like to look at comedians and see what they're putting in their crosshairs, and it seemed oh. to me like you were putting everything in there. Well, and specifically mores, would you say? <laughs> I think that was a big part of what I loved about you, is you were just taking a lot of mores. A lot of social mores, yeah. and just shoving them right in my crosshairs, yeah. and De- taking them down one by one. Dealing with mores for the first time since Dean Martin dealt with them. Yes. Uh, that's a yeah. moray. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were talking about it. a moray eels. 
<laughs> you took that trip down to the aquatic center. Yes, yes. Yeah, the aquarium. Yeah, I love that field trip. Beluga whales. <laughs> anyway, move on. But yeah, I'm pe- I'm peeved off, Scott. I'm always po. You're ticked cheesed. off. I'm cheesed. You're always I'm, I'm miffed. What are you miffed about right now? What's cheesing you off right now? Well, uh, that, that's a good question because it uh, brings me uh, to, you know, my probably my most popular segment. New <laughs> no-nos. Yeah. New no-nos. All right. New no-no. If you have a baby and it starts crying on the plane, then we have full permission to make that baby Fly the plane, right? Yeah! Uh huh. Yeah, you don't like the flight? You're crying so much? Okay, congrats. You're the new pilot, baby. Yeah! Wouldn't we like that? Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, New no no. New no no. If you have a next door neighbor and he gets to feeling like having a little weed whacking session in the morning, uh, 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 then we should uh, have full permission to pay you to do it. Yeah. What? If you like it so much, I'll pay you, buddy. Every morning. I'll go over to your front yard and... How much do you think a weed whacker costs, Scott? A new weed a whacker? hundred dollars? Okay, I'll give him two hundred dollars. You can buy a new weed whacker. What? You like it so much? How does that help your problem? New no, no. I'm scared. I thought weed whacker was in your window for something. Me I'm sorry. too. <laughs> Yeah, I've had was... a few of those sessions in the morning. Myself. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, how many of you guys have been to a coffee shop before and you got to wait 30 minutes, huh, to get your coffee? Yeah, that happens. Not <laughs> often, no. Uh, <laughs> there? Those long lines? Okay. No, no, no. If I have to wait 30 minutes for my coffee, then I should be allowed to take 30 minutes to drink it. Well, you can. You can Go take it as long as you want. I've been in there for hours. for tat, people. Sorry, Starbucks. 30 minutes waiting, 30 minutes drinking. They don't That's care. The rule. You can stay there as long as you want. Bring your laptop. <laughs> These are the no-nos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, this stuff pisses me off, but it pisses us all off. Yeah. I get people yeah. coming up to me all the time saying, thank you, man. Uh-huh. Right. New no-no. Wait, that was one? <laughs> New no-no. <laughs> that happened? You guys, you guys ever been in the movies before and you got that guy in front of you texting the whole time? No, no, no. I should be able to draw a picture of you. <laughs> when I go home, I should be able to sit down and just draw a little illustration of you. You texting. can. You can do that. New rule. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, is this a new rule or a new no, no? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, God. Cornbread isn't bread. It's cake. Okay, people. <laughs> so all you health nuts who eat pounds of cornbread every day because some nutritionalist told you it was it was healthy it was for a you. vegetable. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> you better be putting uh, candles in it and start singing happy birthday because it's a cake. New no-no. New no-no. Cornbread's cake. All right. I like that one. Oh. I like that, too. Like you guys for the la- ready for that last new no-no? Let's hear yeah. the last new no-no. New no-no. Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Not an appropriate bedtime story, right? Right. Scary. Too scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New no-no. That was it? That was really no, dramatic at the no end. no consequence? No elucidation upon why? Uh, what happened to Goodnight Mood? 
now I'm done. Nuno oh, no. Okay, Nuno. Nuno. Yeah, wow. All right. Nuno's. You really took us on a ride there. I'm peeved. I'm peeved, guys. He's so cheesed off. He's so cheesed off. He's so cheesed. Miffed. How do you how do you come up with your no-nos? Well, I uh, I'll go out into the world and uh, you know I just let I let the gripes come. Mm. You know, I, what I, a I, great way to live. Yeah. Are you actually angry at any of these things? No. Um, I, I I like to think what I think makes people angry, <laughs> and then yeah. I like to think of what the solutions they most like. Right. Solutions. I'm a. You're a pretty easygoing guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nothing really ever. <laughs> gets you angry in your personal life. Uh, except for texting during movies. Oh, I heard that one. No, yeah. no, so no. that one was real. No, no, that's no, an old no-no. No, no, no. no, no. That's old, an old no-no. heard no. that no-no. How, what was your situation growing up? Well, families, you know, that's that's the new terrain for me. That's the, mm. you know, I, I do a lot of things of... You're delving into that Are you doing of, family yeah. counseling? <laughs> Mainly for to the benefit my new no-nos. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. New no-no. Okay. Uh... If you're my dad, yeah. then uh, I should be able to make you my son. <laughs> oh, okay. Makes no sense. If, if you call oh, me you son, then I should be able to adopt you and call you son. Good Lord. Okay, good. Raise you. <laughs> sure. Support you. Sure. Feed and clothe you. <laughs> New no no. Dad's the son now. <laughs> okay. Good. I like it. Do you hear the truth in his voice? Oh my god, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid right now. Me too. I'm like, I have closed off body yeah. language. I'm about yeah. to curl. I'm into just a worried people are going to take up my crazy ideas and <laughs> and actually do them? implement them. Yeah. Yeah. Are Are you afraid bad. of that, or is that the thing you want most? It wouldn't you know, be good for happens, society. Happens, yeah. yeah. I mean, you the, think this loon should be running things? No. no. I mean, I just stand off to the side and make jokes. I mean, yeah. you and your hey, maniacs. I thought about public office, but yeah, my maniacs, that, my leave, maniacs would vote for me. I know that. Of course but. they would. Leave that to the clowns in Washington. I think, you know what? Yeah, they're bigger I, clowns. I, I think the circus, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, on its travels, I know it was going from town to town for a while, and I think mm-hmm. it made a stop in Washington and it stayed there. Stayed there. Yeah, it exactly. Stayed there. You see what I'm trying to yeah, right. yeah. Because clown, clowns are running long. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, well, uh, to continue the train theme, I think yeah. when, when they were handing out brains, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not for sure about this, but I believe some of those politicians mm-hmm. thought they were saying trains. Yeah. And they said, no, we already have trains. We don't need, need brains. We don't need trains. So keep going. Keep going with the brains. Keep Move on. Because we oh, have man. trains. Because oh, we as politicians have trains already. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you have hey. a new no, no, no? Hey, that's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> so is Wop It Up. <laughs> it's my, it's Dennis Miller's got his rants. Yeah. Bill mm-hmm. Maher's got his new rules. Yeah. And I got my new Nellies. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, oh. no. Can we cut that out? It's not new Nellies. Let's cut it's it out. No-nos. Let's cut it. We'll cut it out. Don't worry. Number five. All right, boy. New no-nos, huh? Something about that segment reminds me of something, but I can't think of what it is. <laughs> Maybe the theme song? I don't know. <laughs> it's the kind of segment that makes, like, p- listeners were telling me that they were walking around their house just saying it for weeks can, and weeks I to I can absolutely see that. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I hate it and love it at the same time. <laughs> By the way, if you liked new no-nos, go listen to our holiday episode that came out a couple of weeks ago where right. Paul Rust uh, has some new, you know how he called them new no-no-nos? Yes. <laughs> well, they are new ho-ho-hos. That's right. Christmas, Christmas new no-nos. Yeah. But it's, a, it's based on Santa Claus. 
<laughs> yeah, the Santa Claus myth. He is he's known to say ho ho ho. Yes, the myth of Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle, Saint Nick, mm-hmm. Old Scratch, mm-hmm. Beelzebub. <laughs> yes, Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> tell you what, Paul, what do you say? Let's take a break uh, okay, here for a second. Okay. All right, sure. I got you on my side yeah. now. And now wh- you're why ready. Why wouldn't you take a break? You, you, you work too hard. You hey, got to take a come break. Come on. You got to take a break, you know? I mean, I love you, you know? I mean, we're, we're going out, you know? You live with me, you know? That's our Woody Allen. By the way, if you didn't hear part one, that was, that's our, we've been doing Woody Allen impressions it's as so we hateful. record these. So hateful. <laughs> So let's take a break. When we come back, we will count down from four to your number one right after this. From four to your. Hey, everyone. Scott Ackerman here. And I just want to remind you about the TV show where the dream of the 90s is alive on Portlandia. That's right. Fred Armisen, friend of the show. Carrie Brownstein, not friend of the show, but friend of me personally. Uh, They both have this amazing sketch show on IFC. It's always entertaining. Emmy-nominated sketch comedy, and it's returning to IFC for a third season. Two brand new installments will kick it off on January 4th, okay? You do not want to miss out. Spend your Friday nights with Fred and Carrie as they run the streets of Portland with old and new friends like Chloe Sevigny. Roseanne Barr, Bill Hader, Juliette Lewis, Pat Oswalt, Jim Gaffigan, and, of course, Twin Peaks' Kyle MacLachlan as the mayor. I cannot tell you how good this show is, and it is going to be even better this year. Make sure to tune in to the Emmy-nominated series Portlandia every Friday night on IFC and visit ifc.com for more information. Comedy Bang Bang, welcome back. Comedy and Bang Bang. Welcome, welcome back. back. You got it. You heard it here first from you, me you, and not Paul. That's right. You heard it from me second. You got welcome back to Comedy Bang Bang. Second style. Why don't you go sit in an empty pool and be sad? <laughs> We're having fun. We're counting down from uh, five to one yeah. here. And uh, we just heard number five. Uh, great clip with uh, the Womp. And new no-nos. And uh, tell you what, I think it's literally, there's no other number I would rather do at this point than number four. Yeah. Number four. Number four, that's right. And uh, this comes to us from episode 148. Mm, Hmm, What an intriguing intriguing number. Yeah. Now, let me set this clip up a little bit. Uh, This is uh, from an episode called Wipeout. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, uh... I had my good buddy Jason Manzukas mm-hmm. on the show, a mm-hmm. uh, hilarious guy. He's hilarious. A hilarious guy um, who uh, from uh, he plays Rafi on the league. He plays Rafi league. He plays the dictator's best friend. The dictator, uh, the Sasha Goen, Sasha, Sasha Goen Balgu Balgu movie <laughs> from The Hobbit. Now in theaters. <laughs> The Sasha Baron Cohen movie, The Dictator. He plays Sasha Baron Cohen's best friend. In, in that. He's on Enlightened. He's so As a great. miserable office worker. He plays a weirdo on Parks and Rec. He's just one of my favorite uh, people and actors. Yes. And I enjoy doing the show with him. And um, all of a sudden, in the middle of the show, we have another guest. Let's promise to always introduce who Jason is. We'll <laughs> yes, no credits. matter what. No matter what happens. He deserves that. He deserves it. He's, it's, it's, it's fun to say his name. And it's it fun is. to it's fun to provide his background. It's fun to talk about his credits. So I say if we ever mention him again, let's. let's and I'm not saying that we're going to. Because who knows what's left on our no, countdown. But please, let us make that dear promise to each other. <laughs> yes. A promise is made. A New Year's promise. 
Um, so anytime, but anytime you talk about Jason Manzukis, you should talk you about should? his credits. Absolutely. <laughs> no matter if the person with whom you're speaking, it takes a village knows who Jason is or not. Yes. So uh, we, I was talking to Jason, and our, our, the the other guest that came in was a fellow named Dalton Wilcox. Yes. Now Dalton Wilcox is the self-proclaimed poet laureate of the West. Yeah. He is a poet. He's a cowboy. He dressed like a cowboy. He yeah, had there, spurs. There is a thing called cowboy poetry. And yes. they, they, these guys have competitions every year and stuff like that. And he is the poet laureate of the West. Yes. He considers himself the best at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will hear how the title of the episode got its title, the mm-hmm. title, the titular Wipeout. Mm-hmm. And we will hear a lot from Dalton Wilcox. Mm-hmm. And um, let me also just say, we mentioned him earlier, Andy Daly um, who is a great, funny guy, improviser, who's on the show a lot doing various characters. Mm-hmm. He has been on the show several times, and I just want to give you sort of the, the backstory on him. All of his characters, <laughs> somehow by the end of the episode, they all talk about how they're going to commit suicide. Yes, they announce their intentions to self-murder. <laughs> yes, so Jason and I thought that if we ever had Andy on the show again that we would kind of figure out why this was happening. So that's all I want to say, but this is our number four clip. Let's hear it. Number four. Number four. Uh, you know, I, I've often been called the Poet Laureate of the West. How often? How often? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> how often? Yeah. It's hard to calculate how often mm-hmm. I've been called between just loose conversations. and. Uh, so you haven't been keeping a running tally. You know what I have? Have you called yourself that? Is that what's going on? Well, to be, I'll be perfectly frank with you. I've referred to myself as the poet laureate of the West on many occasions. Were you like the mm. king of pop, Michael Jackson, who who tried to get that going by his lonesome? Well, gosh, I don't remember who it was who first called me that and called it me called called me it in print, and it might have been me. What kind of publications in print? Well, I've uh, I print out a newsletter and I bring oh, so it. So it's your own public. I beg your pardon. <laughs> okay, here we so go. you've been called the poet laureate of the West. I believe, yeah, by mm-hmm. yourself in your own publication. I, be- I believe it was me who first called me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, has been calling me that. For Is this quite an some online time. publication? I wish. Nope. I print it out uh, okay. and I hand it out at hoedowns and uh, rodeos and. Uh, do you have any Camp outs? any kind of centerfold in there for Jason? Yeah. Like anything in the in any the... beeves? Does uh, your newsletter have any beeves? I in heard it? you talking about beavers before. Yep. I, I don't care for that kind of conversation. I apologize. Oh, this, like that in my newsletter. This pro this is the kind of, this hey this is the program we, you're on, buddy. We tend yeah, to let well, it all hang out here. So, uh, that's it, evidently, evidently. No, it's my newsletter is just uh, I'm a celebrated chronicler and collector of the wit and wisdom of the wild west out there on the range and the plains. And so this this spurs. is kind of a bygone era, or is this the wild west that's currently happening? The west is very much alive and well now oh, yeah. still as long as there are cows that need rustling up there will be cowboys how long do you think that'll be i feel i've I figured that'll be forever i reckon that'll be until the earth crashes into the sun well that's not going to happen you don't think the earth is going to crash into the sun sir no. i do not that's what they say is going to be the end of the humankind i don't know, know. i think that something's going to crash into the earth before we that's crash what into no the that's sun. precisely what i'm saying a, a gigantic meteor will crash into the earth and then that but that'll will, kill us all that'll be the end not the crashing into the sun part no yeah, there will be let survivors. me tell you why you're wrong you think so because yeah. we will know that it's coming and we will move underground 
and we'll protect ourselves from that. And there'll be cows wow. down there underground, and we'll need cowboys to rustle them up, and there'll yeah. be cowboys I don't see this happening. I think at that point, once we're living underground, yeah. we are cannibals. Yeah. I think the cows are gone. No, everything's wrong. gone. We are cannibals. This is like a Mad Max It's scenario. not going to matter, because within a year, the Earth will have been knocked off its axis by this uh, meteor. Wait, within a year, you say? Well, I said, well, it's going to happen right away, but it'll take a year for us to Oh, okay, fully not within a year from right now. Crash into the sun. No, I don't have an accurate prediction as to yeah. when it's going to happen. But I, I, bought, just, uh, I bought property up on top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Because when it happens, all of a sudden the oceans rise, it'll be beachfront property. Okay, I'm done. Why, why'd, you, done? why'd you quit? That's Wait, a- what happened? I thought you were going to go through the whole song. baby. baby. Now you're going into a different song. I might. You you started with Wipeout. Is that Wipeout? I believe it is. Okay. And then you went into a totally different song. Oh, baby, I know I what. do love that you expected us to rescue you from that. <laughs> I wish the people at home could have appreciated the dance moves. I wish the people at home could have seen I the was... look on his face that was screaming, help me. He looked I've started say... something that I don't want to keep going. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was... Boy, that's a lot of fun. All right, we'll be right back. Dalton, what is your relationship huh? to gauchos? I beg your pardon? What's your relationship... <laughs> question. That's finally. Scott, thank you so much. We're getting to the heart of the matter. Now, I don't know what you're we're digging about. into the meat. Because I swear to God, there. I don't know what you mean. You don't know. You don't know what gauchos are. I sure don't. They're Listen. out there, huh? Yeah, Jason, please. Gauchos are. Uh, I, I believe aren't gauchos Mexican cowboys? Yes, exactly. Mexican cowboys. What's Something your relationship like that, to right? them? Oh, yeah. that's not what I call them. Uh, oh no! What's going on here? I don't call them gauchos. Oh boy! Goddamn Mexican cowboys! Oh boy! This has taken a dark. That's period. not what I call them. Okay, well, I got a we, number we of names to, for them. Yeah, I'm sure we do. But we, let's, polite. Let's, you know, Jason asked a, a lighthearted question that you know where. Well, we, you got your answer, lighthearted. Oh, oh boy! It's also the name of a Steely Dan record, guys. What's Gaucho. that? Pretty great record. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty. Good. Let's talk about which no. album is the best by Steely Dan. Uh, Let's rank them. Let's uh, count them down from down one. To ecstasy. Yeah, count count them down from one. I think it's Cozy Fan Tutti Fruity. <laughs> That's a squeeze album. Come on. Oh shit! I would get there. You can't get the, You can't slip that pass by me. What? I thought I could. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> you can't squeeze that pass you by me. me? Oh boy! So Dalton, tell us yeah. why you're here. You, have- I've got a book coming out, and I'm promoting my book. It's called "You Must Buy Your Wife at Least as Much Jewelry as You Buy Your Horse and Other Poems and Observations, Humorous and Otherwise, from a Life on the Range." That's fun. That's the title of my it's, book. Uh, title's a little unwieldy. I beg your pardon. The title's a little unwieldy. Well, I looked at how much room there was on the cover. Of of your average book, and I says people aren't using that yeah, space most, efficiently. Most, you can get most a lot people more use ten percent. That's precisely right. You know what I mean? They put a picture on there or something. I want to communicate to folks a whole lot of different interesting things about what they're going to find in this book. Most so, people put a picture on their cover of their book. I say put yeah. a thousand words. Well, it all right. evens out. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, because I see. Because a picture's worth a thousand yeah. words. <laughs> terrific! Wow, just terrific. You know, you know, Jason, I need a little more support from you. 
You need support from me? You know what I mean? You're the, the one last... that decided to acapella sing Wipeout after... The last two things that I've done. As a congratulations to last... yourself for a bit gone bad. Last two things I've done. Let's yeah. count them down from one. Wipeout and number zero. Zero. <laughs> Picture worth a thousand words. Yeah. You have just shit. I'll go. You know what? I'll go. Before. Negative one was the Oscar <laughs> Twelve Nights of Oscar content. No, you you back me. Up. I was he a little did, bit he on dove board right for that. in there. You did that. That was nice. You, you never did get to all Twelve Nights of Oscar, though. I hope we do revisit it later in the broadcast. <laughs> we just made Dalton. I am certain we will. Okay, good. I'm glad because I think, as far as I know, it only got up to negative six. <laughs> I believe or seven. A long way to go, and a lot of a few of them were absolute. Dalton, shut up! I want to hear your poetry. Do you have any goddamn poems poems to tell us? Sure, I do. I got a poem here called "The Lonesome Cowboy." Lonesome Cowboy. Is this an exclusive? Yeah, it's an exclusive. I've never. Yep, that's right. It comes out in the new book. Nobody ever heard it before. No one's ever heard this before. All right, exclusive here. Comedy Bang Bang. This is a world premiere exclusive. Uh, Anything you want to say, Jason? No, I'm. I'm, I, I just am. I'm. Bated breath. I'm All right. Bated breath, but you can we start listening now because this is where it begins. Live tweet. Here Live comes. tweet this, this this poem. Yeah, yeah. Feel free, free to do that, but don't give away the ending. A cowboy is a lonesome man. There's none more lonesome in the land. He rides atop his only friend. His horse, a companion on whom he can depend. His woman may be miles behind him. Sadness and desperation may find him. But a cowboy whose wise will turn to the earth to lend him solace and even mirth. The earth from which all beauty springs, such bounty forth she always brings. He'll dig a hole with cracked, scorched hands, pour in all the water that hole demands, until that hole is moist, just right. The earth will never put up any kind of a fight. His cries of joy no one will hear. In case I am not being clear, I'm saying that cowboy is going to fuck a hole in the ground. <laughs> we all do it. That's what I've found. Any cowboy that knows that lonesome hell can fashion a land Virginia well. If a cowboy's seed worked like other seeds, there'd be cowboys growing everywhere across the plains like weeds. That's the poem, The Lonesome Cowboy. Huh? Uh, There's a point early on where you rhyme him with him. That's what you're glomming on to? <laughs> I think you're wrong about that, my friend. Might I, might I just say I mean, that the so end of the poem was where my attention was peaked? What the, happened? The part where the cowboy is is making love to a hole that he digs in the ground. And I is, rhymed, is, I, I, excuse me, I rhymed behind him with may find him. That's yes, him and him. That's a secondary rhyme, yeah. A secondary rhyme, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's allowable. That took, you know what? That yep. took me out. That took me out of the poem. You were, you didn't hear anything after that? Nope. What <laughs> well, happened afterwards? Let me just summarize. This lonesome cowboy mm-hmm. is, is hoping that uh, cowboy clones will grow out of the earth. Wait, what? From, from where, upon the spot... Sounds upon like some which he is masturbating. Oh. Dalton, is this oh, a... It's uh, fascinating. Poems are open to interpretation, but that one is all wrong, your interpretation. Because what Scott was just describing sounds yeah. like a, some sort of sci-fi cowboy poem. Is that no, I don't go was? for that. No, absolutely not. Like no. pod people of the plains? Hey, you know, I mean, in some ways an artist hates to explain his work, but I will say that it's. I don't hope that cowboys will grow out of the ground, and it has nothing to do with masturbation, my friend. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to do with masturbation. Well, I, as I look at it now, it, it yeah. appears as though the cowboy is is having sex with the ground. That's Isn't precisely that a form right. of masturbation, though, if there's not another human involved? There's How another... dare you? Wow. This, this, the cowboy's lover is Lady Earth. But wait a minute. How? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Listen, you're a cowboy. I don't want to no. put this on you. 
This, Don't put anything on me unless it's a 10-gallon hat. This, <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. See, that's the sorts of witticisms and observations about life on the range that you'll find in my book. You know what I'm not seeing in this poem? Which is called You Must Buy Your Wife at Least as Much Jewelry as You Buy Your Horse and Other Poems and Observations, Humorous and Otherwise, from a Life on the Range. Yeah. By who? By me, Dalton Wilcox, cowboy poet, poet laureate of the West. Self-declared. So, wow, that's that's it's a lonely life, huh? How often, how many times a day do you think about this? About what? About a, a suicide? Just, yeah. Gosh, how many times are there in a day? Wow, that's a great question. Yep. You know? That could be the title of my next book. How many times are there in a day in other observations, mm-hmm. humorous and otherwise, from life on the plains? That seems to have a lot of range. this book's titles. Yeah. Do you get depressed a lot? Sure I do. Always depressed out there uh, yeah. with your horse as your only companion, and a vampire has killed your wife, and now apparently maybe even your girlfriend, and it's hard work. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Jason? Andy. Thinking what I'm thinking? Andy. Are, are you yeah. okay? Andy. What are you doing? My Andy. name is Dalton Wilcox. Andy. 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 I, I got I to gotta ask you a question, Andy. What are you talking this about? It's like... This is your 10th appearance, 12th appearance on the show? For a character that who would like to right. end his own life. I'd like to point out, Dalton Wilcox didn't bring it up. Andy. He didn't bring it up. But it you was jumped, going to. Andy. You jumped at the chance. That's called, that's called yes and. Everybody understands that. Andy. Even the cowboy Andy, out on the range. We're here because we love you. <laughs> We're here because we love you. We're not taping this episode. What? The cameras aren't on. The, the Dustin is not on. real. Well, then how are people going to know to buy my book? You must buy your wife Andy, more there is no jewelry. There's no book. There's no book, You buy Andy. your horse. Andy, is everything okay at home? What's going on? What, I was s- listening to a number of past appearances, and... A lot of people would not notice this everything unless you're they're doing. super fans yeah. of the show, but Andy Daly, comedian, who's sitting across the I table from us. I don't know who that us. is. Nope, it's I'm you, not Andy. familiar with that guy. You're, Every time he's on the show, he alludes to committing suicide in some way Every some character you portray is a cry for help, and we are here. I don't know who I don't know why you're talking. I don't play any characters. I'm just, Andy, drop it. I am a drop cow- that accent. Drop, drop that, that accent. fucking accent right now. Laureate you need West. to face what's going on. You can't stop me from killing myself. I'm going to jump out this goddamn window. Don't right? jump out the get window. Out. Get Andy. away from the no. window. No. 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 Oh, my God. He stayed in character the whole time. He did it. That was the most bravest death I've ever seen. He stayed in character the entire time. I've I never... just... I don't even understand what I just saw. He just... He just... He went out the window. I just, I really thought we were going to confront him and he and was we going to. We were going to tell him we loved him. Did we my, ever tell him we loved him? We should have told my, him we loved him. He was my best friend. He was your best friend? In some of his characters were. Oh, I, I mean, he was he was an acquaintance of mine. Wow. Wow. That is intense. That is intense. Well, that's too bad, huh? That is too bad. All right. Well, um, I guess there's only. Oh, hold on. Somebody's joining us. It's me, Don Jamello, theatrical director. <laughs> Andy, how did you survive Andy, that? Andy, what are you talking about? Andy, Andy, stop it. Stop Why it. Why are you guys calling how me did, Andy? How did, I know we're only Andy, on the how, first floor. How did you how survive did you, that? What are you talking about? Oh, wait, about? I just answered my own question. We're on the first floor. I totally forgot about that. 
Huh? And when he fell, maybe did that knock him into Don DeMillo? Oh, my gosh. Guys, I don't know what you mean, but I just stopped by here because Are you I promoting wanted, something? Nope, just want to jump out this window <laughs> no, and kill no, myself. Oh, no, no, Don, don't, don't, don't do Andy, it. Andy, Andy. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. oh my god, he did it. He did it again. He did I'm it. not as concerned. I don't now. want to look out the window. Oh, oh he's back. <laughs> Hello? Who's, Who's here? This? It's me, Hot Dog. Oh, Hot How's Dog's it going? Here. You guys? Hot hey, dog. I know you. Yeah. How Why'd are you, you drop by? Just here to kill myself. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not as concerned because I love that it's happening again. He wow. falls a lot longer than what I would consider to be the first floor. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh. It, who's this? It's me, August Lint. How do we know? <laughs> the original suicidal character. Wow. Oh, what a treat. Wait. What a treat for the fans. <laughs> so many suicides. Oop. Danny Mahoney out the window. <laughs> Danny Mahoney, there he goes. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. And a historic. Oh, no. I hope the next guy here. doesn't have a bunch of heavy coats on. Bill Carter, trainer to the stars. <laughs> oh, he's gone too. Wow. Oh, boy. Bill Carter. I wish I could remember his website. Trainer to the stars at... Oh, wait. Who's oh, here? Hello? And the Irish guy with the poems out the window. Doesn't even remember his own name. Wow. Okay. Well, hopefully one of these days Andy will come back in here and oh, we can... Uh, I'm really you know. genuinely worried about it. And I'm the British guy who made a brief appearance oh, on the episode. Oh, the U2 guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, writes, he writes the middle yeah. breaks. Jumps out the, the window. window. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <sighs> All right, well, what a show, huh, Jason? Wow. I Crazy, huh? The thing I'm a little worried about is I don't think we got through to Andy. <laughs> I don't think we did, but it, at least it was entertaining. At least we did and it. And a treat for the fans. A cavalcade of Andy Daly's suicidal <laughs> characters. Number four. Yeah, Andy, R.I.P. R.I.P. Ossible? R.I.P. Possible? Andy Daly in the grave now. That is, yeah. It's a, it's a shame, too. It's a shame. That's why he hasn't been on. His his television then. show on Comedy Central will be airing posthumously in the <laughs> new year. That's right. His show, what is it called uh, again? Uh, review with... With I someone's forget, name. Yeah, Forrest but something. But I it's coming on Comedy Central next year in 2013. Andy, one of the funniest guys in the world and... Um, living. Living, of course. Mm-hmm. And Guy, I said, of course. Yes, that's true. Yeah, so many disclaimers for him. That's so many right. qualifiers. Um, tell you what, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we will count down from three to one. What do you say, Paul? I say let's do that. Let's do that now. Uh, boop, threep. Bro. Hey, everyone. Scott Ackerman here. And if you're like me, you're sitting around with probably 25 to 50 great website ideas. You have so many ideas, you want to get them out, but what's the worst part of having a website idea? Translating it and actually making a website. Oh, it's so hard to do. Well, guess what? Not anymore. Our friends at Squarespace, you know what that is, a do-it-yourself website builder that allows you to make a website or blog in just a few minutes, they have a great product. They give you a free domain name, they handle all of the hosting, and they have 24-hour customer support. Bother them at any time. They legally have to take your call. Everything on Squarespace is drag and drop, so it's incredibly easy to use. You can drag pictures straight from your desktop and create custom layouts with multiple columns and text that wrap so perfectly around your images and videos. Just wrap it around those. It'll feel so good. The templates are customizable to your own look and feel, and they let your content do all of the talking. Plus, 
get this, you can switch to a different template at any time, like brushing the dirt off your shoulders. Another thing that's really special about Squarespace is that the website you create is going to scale automatically to fit perfectly on an iPad, an iPhone, a computer, and pretty much any other device. Pull content from your blogs. Push your content back out to your social networks. They don't care. Do it. Their unlimited plans offer the best value with unlimited pages, galleries, and blogs, unlimited storage, bandwidth, and contributors. You know what? Enough talking about it. Go to squarespace.com slash bangbang to start your free trial, no credit card required. And then... Once you get on there and you're going to want to decide to purchase it, click enter an offer code below the pricing at checkout to enter the offer code HOTDOG to get a 10% discount. That is squarespace.com slash bangbang, offer code H-O-T-D-O-G, and I'll see you at Squarespace. Comedy Bang Bang, Comedy welcome back. Bang, bang. I am, again, I'm sorry. You're stepping on my I lines, don't, I mister. I don't know why that happens. I don't know why that happens. Hey, uh, mister. <laughs> Austin Power. No, uh, who's his name? Austin Ace Ventura. Powers. Ace Ventura. Oh, Ace Ventura. Hey, mister. Do you right? remember there was a Mr. Show rapping party? Oh, my God. This was the- Paul was, and I used to work on Mr. Show together. Yes. Not no. at the same time. Well, we I mean, never, you, were, you were sort of- at, You were acting on it. I was season. acting on the season when you were writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. But there was a, a rap party for one- season was it the end was it the last season um well the last the very last season we had Corey feldman's band play yeah <laughs> yeah and it was a bummer well uh, yes uh, along those lines there was maybe the season before they had hired lookalikes two ace ventura lookalikes and michael jackson lookalike I think the Michael Jackson ones were the were the Corey Feldman. Year. Okay, the yes. Ace Ventura lookalikes, and they were meant to roam the party and entertain us. Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, but it was kind of fun. I enjoyed hearing all their catchphrases for how long? All righty oh. then. <laughs> they would do yeah, a crazy baby. laugh or whatever. Do you fancy a shag? My wife. <laughs> Someone requested a. Uh, strung together clips of all the times we say my wife on a the super show. Cut a supercut of my wife's. And I can tell you, I do not want to go through and look up the time code who, for all those. Who would? And also just hearing it by itself. It's yeah. just it's all going to sound the same it's just for the be, most part. My wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. There, you just saved everybody a lot of time. Yeah. But if you want to make a supercut, have at it. Yeah. I just I can't do it myself. Hey, if you're a mentally ill person, <laughs> here's something to occupy your time. Put down your perpetual motion machine. <laughs> <laughs> and work on this for a minute. Stop looking at people as if they're the devil and plotting ways to discourage them from the earth. Scourge them. Purge them. From Purge the them. What is going on with your mouth? I'm hungry. I haven't eaten lunch yet. The scourge. The uh, scourge. <laughs> Remember from SNL? That great sketch? The scourge. The scourge. The scourge. Hey, Paul. Before What's we get that, cha cha. Hey, cha cha. Before we get back to our countdown, I think it's time for another bonus. Clips. <laughs> this bonus clip comes to us from episode 161. Ooh. And um, 161, I believe, was our... Uh, it was the episode that we premiered during the Comedy Bang Bang TV show. The Comedy Bang Bang TV show, I haven't mentioned it on this particular episode yet, but it premiered on IFC in the summer very funny of show. this year. Thank you very much. I would have loved to have appeared on it. Too bad you weren't. Well, Unfortunately, our good friends Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, were, uh, he was on it and Cake Boss was on it. But uh, we'll try to get you on there in season two if I, there ever I, is one. I hope so. I would, if there ever is one, I would love to appear on the show sometime. Okay, we'll try for that. Um, actually, well, but uh, yeah, so... 
that? What am I saying? Beep, <laughs> beep. I went into a robot. Well, actually, I got a wah, a key, a poo. A bing, a bung, a boo, ba ba. Comedy, a bing, a bung. Ba 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 Guys, if this is your first episode listening to the show, I apologize. And if this is your last episode listening to the show, I don't blame you. I understand. Uh, That was fun, though. I enjoyed it. And hey, I hope that if it's your first time to the show, you're enjoying us having a good time. What's more important to people consuming entertainment than that the entertainers themselves are enjoying themselves? That's right. I want When I watch The Deer Hunter... I yeah. want to know that Meryl Streep and Robert De Niro had some laughs on the set. A, yes, they had a great time. <laughs> well, how often do you think people laughed on the set of The Deer Hunter? Oh, so much, I bet. I bet every take it was just like, I can't do this. How about that movie, The Rabbit Hole, with uh, Aaron Eckhart and um, Nicole Kidman that was about a dead child? <laughs> Do you think that anyone laughed once? Do you think there was any bloopers? <laughs> like where somebody's like, you're blaming me for his death. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, doof, sorry. Whatever I, I said death instead of death. Do you think that uh, in Dune, did they ever say like one down instead of one Dune? Probably. Would, yeah. Oh, that would, that's a blooper I want to see on the so, David Lynch cut. Wh- do you want to see the David Lynch Dune bloopers or do you want to see the TV movie miniseries Dune bloopers? Both. Next to each other and on top of each other. Now we're talking about a supercut. I can get behind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are what are we saying? Oh, this is a bonus clip. I don't fuck. Yeah, it's a bonus clip. Yeah, it comes to us from episode 161 when the TV show premiered. Our good mm. friend Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. T Hides. He came by. Reggie Watts, my mm. one man band leader, uh, came by. Also, uh, Andy Daly was there, and John Daly, they, the Daly twins, all the Dailies, the Dales. They that's, were both. There. That's rare that you have both Dailies at the same time. Oh, the, yeah. I mean, uh, they kept leaving the room and coming. You know, then the other one would come in. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Curiouser and curious. It was. Anyway, so this is from episode 161. Tim Heidecker, um, he is going to, this clip, he tells us all about his new projects. And you hear Reggie Watts and I. This guy's always got something going on. He's got something going on. And this. And speaking of Woody Allen, this is, uh, you're, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, he's got a new Why project. Why you spoil it? Don't okay, spoil it for on, people. You know, don't, I love don't let him you. discover it on their own. I love you. Don't have you. To Why spoil do you want to spoil it? We're living together, you you know, you know, come on. I'm a weird sociopath. I'm incapable of feelings, but uh, I love you. Come on. You. I want him to be a friend of the show. All right. So here we go. This is a bonus clip. Anyways, but yeah, so China was cool. I could talk about that a little bit if you want. Well, I mean, um, we don't have to if you, I mean, you obviously just got back. Maybe you want to process it a little, little bit. <laughs> you want to a little wrestle with whatever you were dealing with over there? Uh, no. I mean, it was a, It was like a, for me, it was like a dream come true, I guess. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about it. A lot of people like to internalize those kind of things, and they don't like, well, uh, you know what exciting. I found is a, a lot of people, people would, if think, they share experiences, they're no longer their own, you know, right. so well, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to talk I about do. it. I do. I want to tell people it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's actually kind of cool. It was cool. Yeah, I went to it was a 
a Woody Allen movie. You were doing a Woody I, Allen I, yeah, movie. I booked a Woody Allen movie. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, He's doing those in China now. Well, this film he takes his, place in China. He had his European period. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, okay. Paris. Let's see. He had his American period. Right. We all know Annie Hall, for instance. Sure. Okay. In my opinion, that's when he started to become a little bit of, more of a serious filmmaker. You know, maybe it's just me, but for me, that's where he sort of put well, a, like banana, aside, yeah, bananas, you know, the kind sleeper. of broad comedy, mm. and he just delved into more personal themes. Definitely. Maybe that's, I mean, that might be right. just me, but so well, then he uh, went to England and he did some Match some Point. films, Match Point, yeah. And maybe it's just me, but for me, he really kind of reinvigorated himself uh, as a filmmaker. Then, sure, he'd mm. been getting into a little yeah. bit of a rut, but you know, in my opinion, just my. My personal opinion, he just sort of sparked into something that was a, uh, a new kind of. And then he went over to Europe, you know. Yeah. Vicky Barcelona. Vicky Barcelona, Forget Paris, a mm-hmm. um, uh, couple other great movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rome, uh, the pizza, uh, Rome. Down Under. Like Down Under in Rome. No, no, that's. Quigley Down Under? No. Is that no, one of his? pizza movie? But this is, um, this is his first movie in China. It's a complete, it was a completely new experience for him and, and me. I'd never been there. And it was a small part, but they wanted everybody there for the whole shoot. Oh, I understand that. So, so you've done a Woody. That's, yeah. that's, so, that's every actor's dream. It's called Ching Chong Matinee. And uh, it's, I don't know when it's going to come out, probably in the fall. Ching Chong. Ching Chong Matinee. Matinee. With uh, Howie Mandel, Tony Roberts, um, Jackie Chan, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Alexander, uh, and myself. Tony Roberts is back in in Woody Allen. That that's big news. Too. Yeah, it's cool. It's like it's uh, it's B and W. It's silent. It's because um, B and oh black and white. Yeah, because he um, kind of he was at the Woody told me the story. He was at the Oscars um, and saw the the artists like for the first time at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> did they they, play, well, I mean, after they played watch, it after no, I mean, the Oscars? He, did, he had saw the clip at the Oscars. Oh, was, a lot of people don't away. know that you know right after the Oscars they, they play the best picture. Yeah, they have a screening. Just of so, the, uh, yeah, yeah. The the camera, the TV can't show it because they don't have the licensing rights. For sure. That. Anyways, he was kind of blown away by the way that looked and the whole style. So well, it was said, black and white, a, and it was silent. A, yeah. So he wrote this script about um, a bunch of Chinese people that do a opera in. Um, Based on the Kung Fu Panda, the, the cartoon, the, the cartoon movie, the DreamWorks, yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Uh-huh. So they do they they do an opera based on that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's silent. The movie is silent. Right. Yeah. So why? Okay. Right. So it's it's just all of you, all of the actors, open their mouths and pretend you're singing and and yeah. what? Uh, and it was like you know he's always kind of pushing boundaries, and mm. um, we all were made up to look like Chinese people. Hmm. Okay, so but now Jackie Chan does he play the panda then? Because I would imagine he doesn't need the the makeup. No, he plays um, the president. He plays um, President Clinton, who comes to. <laughs> he what's this now? You're getting emotional. I <laughs> jet lag. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll get you that coffee. Don't yeah. worry. But so he plays he plays President Clinton, who uh, yeah. <laughs> Comes to the to the aid of the panda, I would imagine. No, he's going to uh, the premiere of the opera. Oh, okay. Oh, I but see. So Jason it's not Alexand- it's not it's Jason Alexander's like the, the like the Woody character in the in the movie. Got it. You know, got so it. he's like the main actor in the opera. So it's and he's got like very neurotic and mm. uh, falls in love with Jennifer Aniston, who plays the 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 female lead. Right, right. But the female lead in the Kung Fu Panda yeah. opera. 
Yeah. Okay. And I play just a stagehand. I'm, I'm like, I have no lines. Well, nobody has any real lines, but yeah. I'm just, I'm on screen for like four minutes. Four minutes? Yeah. What If you don't have any lines, what are you doing on screen for four minutes? I'm, That's the, a long time, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, throughout the whole film. Like, there's four oh. four moments where I come out, four or five moments where I come out and move scenery around. Oh, okay. Are you, and I give, like, some looks, like, sort of, like classic comedy like double takes and stuff okay what's going on on i mean can you spoil it what's going no, on i should on? i probably shouldn't i mean and it's like woody keeps things so segregated so like i don't know what anybody else is doing really mm-hmm. like there's a lot of innuendo and a lot of rumor going around about what's going on but right it was fantastic and there was like two hours like three or four hours of makeup like getting it on and getting it off every day what for you're just playing a stagehand i was playing chinese, chinese. oh uh, chinese stagehand yeah yeah. yeah yeah so they have the prosthetic eyes and the and what else? Skin coloring in the hair and the wig and everything is all very yeah. That, I mean, you wouldn't you are not even going to recognize me. I look completely different, like a like a real Chinese man. Gosh, that's uh, I guess that's exciting. I don't know that Reggie. What do you think about this? Have you? Uh, I think it sounds. Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed Tango in Paris, and I, I think that it's last Tango in Paris. Yeah, that was a good Woody. I love Woody's. Well, yeah, I mean, he has not, he has yet to make a, a bad movie. You know, they're, they've all been good. His so. track record. He's 100%. Yeah. He's, so. he's like, he's but, like a track um, team that wins every match. That's how good his track record is. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be a part of it. Um, yeah. Are you and reading then, from a press release? Um, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, what's a, why did you pull out a, a piece of paper as you started saying that? Um, because Woody, the last thing he said to me, he drove. He, he, we all sort of took the same flight back, and we were getting dropped off in the super shuttle. And he said, "Make sure if you're going to do any podcast today, make sure you just say whatever I just said, which was have a great. I had a great time. It was a great experience. So it was a lot of the, to say, a lot of the cast are doing podcasts. That's generally what happens when you come back from an overseas shoot. Sort of as a standard, you just leap right into podcast standard operating procedures. You just SOP. Yeah." What um, could, maybe I could get a Jason Alexander on the show or Howie or even oh, Jackie. Oh man, wait till you see Howie Mandel in this movie. He is mm. unbelievable. He plays the panda. Oh, he's the and, panda. Yeah, in the but he's a panda in the opera. What does he play in the behind the scenes? Well, that's the thing. It's a little bit like um, uh, it's like what goes on behind the scenes of a of a Chinese opera. Okay, in Beijing, and it's unbelievable. The food and the and the, the people and the. <laughs> The food is a big a big part of this. Yeah, it becomes like uh, that movie Big Night, you know, the... Uh, yeah, about the the dinner that... that yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw Stanley that. Tucci. Yeah, um, touchy. It becomes all about the food, the Chinese food. And okay. Because Woody, so Woody became obsessed with Chinese food. He loves New York Chinese food, of course, Chinatown. Sure. So that's... You'd have of, that on Christmas a lot, I, yeah. I bet. Yeah. And every night after a shoot, we'd go back and he'd, or, he'd order takeout and we'd watch Bob Hope movies and mm-hmm. just... Have so much fun just talking about the great the great work we did that day. So so it sounds like the the plot got derailed somewhat just by his love of Chinese movie or Chinese food rather he it just got derailed to where the, the yeah, how, well, how anybody, much of the movie is about Chinese food? That's the thing is he if you know anything about Woody is like sort of there's a script and there's an idea but that he's so willing to let things go wherever they go. So right. if you know Annie Hall this was cl- the classic story that that was not. What the movie was supposed to be about, right? I remember that Diane Keaton. She walked into a scene and she just riffed, "My mm-hmm. name is Annie Hall," right? And right. he said, "We got something. We got something here." Yeah. So that's what it became. And I think after a couple of days of shooting with this opera and the silent stuff, and yeah. and Woody and the producers, Chinese producers, were kind of like, "What is this? This isn't working." So then it became about improv. It became about or- takeout Chinese 
And Jason yeah. is such a great improviser. And he, he is. He He's one of the best. The, he could do the Woody things. So he'd be like, you know, he'd be riffing on Woody, Woody-isms, as we say on mm, set, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, this Chinese food is worse than, than Auschwitz, you know. Oh, yeah, And everybody yeah. would be screaming. What would Woody do when he would riff stuff like that? Would he he'd laugh? He'd scream. Or? He'd be like, this is the best. This is the best Would experience. he, like, high-five anyone or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just would start running around screaming. Like, he brought one, one was funny, um, one day was funny, I can't remember what Jason was, he was very tired, and he was hmm. pit. he was actually pissed. Oh, Jason was? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and uh, he said, Jesus, and Woody said, thought he was hurt himself in his headphones, right. he thought he, and he started screaming and, and just was jumping up and down, <laughs> we were all laughing. That's a funny story. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> That's a real. That's one of the best stories I think I've heard. One of the best show business stories I think I've heard, at the very least. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. You have to be there, of course, but you know, not really. Jason, no, the way that you the way that you told it. To it hear really... Jason just go, Jesus, and you know, Woody goes, Whoa, Whoa, and ah, freaks. Yeah, and his headphones come because he wears the headphones oh, as a director and everything. Yeah, yeah. monitor sound. Yeah, and he just starts running around. He ran right out into the street. Right out yeah. into the Chinese streets, <laughs> yeah. wow. and he when said, he... "I'm home." He goes, "I'm home." <laughs> is he mo- is he moving there? Who knows? But clip, Oh, such a great clip, huh? What a bonus that was! It really was a bonus. It was extra. It really was a bonus. Yeah. All right, Paul. It's time to count down. We're we're now at our top three. Paul, can you believe I, it? I can't believe it, Scott. Voted on by the listeners. My life. What's happened? <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> uh, this episode. It's time for number three. Number three. Number three. That oh, we're here at it. And and a lot of people when this came out, they said, "Could can you top this episode ever?" I remember these fools. This this may be the best episode of all time. No, it came in at number three. It's rel- Relegated to the three heap. <laughs> the three heap. Guys, I apologize once no, again. I do not for this one. <laughs> oh, good. No, okay. I think that was better than the last. No regrets. <laughs> it's better because we said three a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the rule of threeps. Comedy rule of threeps. <laughs> All right. The the threeps. Speaking of threeps and things that rhyme with threeps, this is the episode called Out of Bleeps. Oh, this is a fantastical one. This was a great episode. Uh, Amy Truly. Amy Poehler from Parks and Recreation. Absolutely hilarious. Old friend. All-time legendary hilarious. One of the funniest people in the universe. Absolutely. Living. And uh, uh, she's a friend of the show. She came and <laughs> did this. true, because Sam Kinison has passed. <laughs> and so she, yes. you know, she so moved she up a ranking. she the mantle. Yes. yes. 
she was on the TV show and she graciously spent so much time filming with us. And that episode of the TV show is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorite episodes of the podcast. This is an episode where first she came and before this clip, she came and uh, we talked about Parks and Recreation a lot. Mm -hmm. And our good friend Jason Manzukis is also on this show. This guy's a hilarious lunatic. He's, uh, you know him as Rafi from The League. That's right. You know him if uh, you saw The Dictator with Sasha Baron Cohen. He's uh, the, dictator's, uh, the friend. dictator's best friend. And uh, he's, Jason is one of the funniest people in the world. Boundless energy. And so the, t the two of them bouncing off each other previous to this clip. Old improv buddies from New York. Already, that's a great show. Yeah. Right there. What, what, what can we throw into that mix, Scott, to make well, it even better? all of a sudden, then we throw uh, someone by the name of Tom Likas. The disgusting radio host. <laughs> who used to be on KFI. And, uh, Where is he now? I think he's a, he has a podcast now. He talks about Ooh. it in this clip, I believe. So okay. uh, Tom Likas gets thrown into the mix and um, has a little sexual connection with Amy. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, why would you spoil it? Why would you think they got a section action? <laughs> a section action? Yeah. <laughs> sexual connection. <laughs> but let's hear it. This is your episode three. Your episode three. What am I saying? Like Star Wars here. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, episode three. No, this is your number three. Let's hear it out of bleeps. Number three. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to our next guest here. You know him as the uh, host of uh, a certain program who was on KFI and then CBS uh, Radio, a talk radio personality, uh, currently moving over to podcasts, I believe. You got it. Please welcome Tom Likas to the show. First time on the show. Thank you, son. Son. You got it. Here we are in Hollywood, California, coming at you with a Tom Likas radio program on the no. Earwolf Comedy Network. No, this isn't. No, this is This not. is not the Tom Likas radio program. One, one Tom hundred, Tom hundred, Tom is your toll-free telephone number. We're taking calls and putting bitches in their place. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. This, um, this is going to be a... I, I've never heard your show, Tom. How long has it been on the air? Oh, it was all the... Well, the question is, how long has it been off the air? <laughs> Oh, well, that's not really you a question. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I don't think he's answered anything clearly I, I, at all. I'm excited Listen, to... I am the professor, and the class is in session. Are you ready for Lycus 101? Oh, well, I, I, I'm excited to meet Tom because I've heard... I bet you are, dear. Hmm. Because um, I've heard his... Uh, his uh, Show on a lot of in a lot of cabs. I bet you have. Does do you get off to it? Um, no. Women love me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I because my I'm... wallet is well hung. Oh, you know, I, I find that most women aren't really attracted to someone because of money. You know, it, it's really personality. So. Oh, sure. I, you sound like a shrill, shrieking shrew. You're calling in, so I can't see it, but I bet you're a big one. No, no. Actually, she's right there. The woman who is speaking. Is I know. I can't see her over the phone, but she sounds like a real porker. Yeah. She's like she's one in, right in front of you. One and, and one half foot away from you. I'm going to try to not. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to practice some Buddhist stuff I've been working on, trying to not engage, not get hooked by this guy. How did you get into Buddhism? Uh, so it got into me. <laughs> Amy, do you I have a little book did. of Buddhist sayings? I do, and How did they you might come across apply. Such a do book? you rub his belly? Mm. Yeah, see, this guy's going to hook me a little bit. It's going to be tough, but mm. I'm going to try to just stay in the present moment. And you know, sweetheart, samsara is nirvana. That's what I tell all my bitches. Aww. Oh, boy. So for people who don't know who you are... Uh, you are a talk show host that I guess you're disgusting. Is that what, how you would describe yourself? <laughs> I don't or? describe myself. I don't, I don't describe myself as a man. 
Who right. knows Brock the casting? And you're a man that, that man could relate to. You're a man themed show, in other words. It's a man themed show, and I never had any problems with ratings when it came to men. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you know, I find that most women. In, mm, yeah, I like the same things these guys like. It's not like I like all gender specific stuff. I'm sure there's something. Of course you do. Mm. Of course you do. You like everything but in the receiving end. <laughs> I know women better than they do. Why? Well, because I've been sighting racks and porking butts. <laughs> oh boy, porking butts. <laughs> really? Well, see if I if, a you know, if you know women more than they do, I would think you would be porking uh, vaginas. Not yeah. only have I been porking butts, I started a factory farm for it. You know oh, what I'm boy. talking about? No, I got butts lined up like like Hillshire Farm pork is, cutlets. Is it organic? <laughs> Everything know. I do is organic. Amy, you must like some, you know, female-specific things. Like- yeah, sure. I mean, I guess I do. You know, I love, um, uh, I mean, I, you know, I'll watch Sex and the City on reruns. Of you know? course you will. And then you expect that lifestyle from the man that you're dating to support you and have you live that way like you want to live. I don't know what kind of women you've met, Tom, but actually all the women I know are very all self-sufficient. the best women in the world. I'll yeah. promise you that right now, sweetheart. Are you married or? Have- I'm not married. I don't believe in marriage. Really? Marriage is for women to get their hooks into a balloon. Into a what now? Into a balloon. Into a balloon. Into a balloon. What if? Let me tell you something about men. <laughs> By the way, if you're I don't know any little kids out there want to go to the broadcasting. <laughs> Very important to know that you can put the letter L in any word that you anywhere to learn, learn how to roll your tongue. Because I was going to ask that because <laughs> because a lot of times you're saying something you that makes sense. One tub hundred tub hundred tub. Please don't call. There are there is no phone lines. There's no phones. Please don't call. This is a podcast. We got bitches in chains. I you know, know we I don't see, have anyone. In I, I feel like I feel a lot of pain from Tom. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I feel like he's having a he's he's kind of. I feel like he's. Striking out because he's been hurt. Oh yeah. Um, well, you what's know? your background? I mean, have uh, did you ever have you ever been in love? I've, I I convinced myself a little I was in love. I used to be a loser. I used to fall for women, and they used to turn me down. Hmm. And let me tell uh, you something. After I developed Lycus One Hundred One, everything came back to me. Hmm. I'm scoring with chicks hmm. whose mothers turned me down. Oh, what's wow. like us one on one? And then right? I'm dragging them around in front of their mothers and making a big scene about how I've degraded their daughters. That huh. doesn't sound. Healthy. Doesn't that turn you on, Scott? <laughs> Actually, kind of does. Yeah, you do yeah. like degradation. To have that kind of power over the, <laughs> over the woman. What uh, What is like us one on one? I I I confess that I am sort of ignorant about your broadcast. I don't really know that much about you. You it, don't need to know about me. All you need to know is that your dick needs to be slobbed. Mm. And if you're going to slob it right, you better go to the be a real slob like a blood on a coil on the couch. <laughs> like it's well a while in a way that men learn how to have sex with the women. Oh. Because that's what men are going to do. I feel like I'm doing you it the never... right way. I got married. I'm having sex with my Oh, wife. oh. You got married. You're doing everything that your wife wants you to do. Well, we have I've been about. there, friend. Let me tell you something, pretty, son. Pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, let me tell you something, son. She will poke holes in those condoms, and you will have a baby, and you will be hooked for life. Well, we're, That's we're, what women learn genetically. We're actually trying to have a baby. We're having trouble with it. I know no holes in the condoms necessary. She's how do you learn something genetically? Been trying for about 15 months. I think so if it's no genetic, success. it's really... 
innate. Oh. You know, you don't learn something genetically. I've got the microphone. I got a little, I got a microphone and I'm at a microscope. And I'm looking at the microscope down on the genetic level, the subatomic level. And I've seen... <laughs> I have seen the schemes that the female chromosomes have. The, the scheming... Down on the chromosome level. Mm. Scheming chromosomes. See, what I hear from this is... The X chromosome. Tom is... I think Tom's still in love with his ex-wife. That's what I hear. I'm sorry, Tom, but you've talked about... You've been there before, and I'm, I'm assuming that means you've been married before or something? I, am, I would not say... I, I don't love my ex-wife. I What I do is I, I, I have a series of Google alerts mm-hmm. just to make sure that I'm fully informed of how much of a bitch she is. Right. Just in different spellings and in case me, someone... Let me make spells. something very clear. I don't have an ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I have a room full of ex-wives. Oh. That's how popular I've been. Why do you marry them and if you're just I don't get it. I there understand. is there is there is nothing to make a a, bri- a bride feel more submissive than knowing <laughs> on her wedding day that you're going to dump that bitch. We'll be back with more of your calls. No, after we, no, no, we won't. no, we won't. We don't have any calls. We're not taking a break. We'll hear a little album. We'll hear a network. Let's take a little for some of our sponsors. What? Deadbeatdads.com. Deadbeatdads.com. Tom, if I... If your son <laughs> is going to grow up to be a man, he better have an example. Log him in at deadbeatdad.com and get 50% off next time you push a woman. I just want to make clear, if you're just tuning into the show for the first time because you saw Amy, a big star, your favorite television star, on the program, you know, you love her, her light, her life on if Parks and Recreation. Uh, this is not the kind of person that I want on this show, and this is—I mean, he's interrupted this program uh, with Scott. His- we were in negotiations for three months. You tried to keep me off the air, just like CBS Radio did. But guess what? The people rose up and demanded it. I you kn- may not like what I do, but you're gonna love me, or you're gonna hate me. I hate and that's you. why people tune in. I kind of hate you, just yeah. so I'm and you clear. keep tuning in. Just so I'm clear on that sponsor, DeadbeatDads.com, you log the name of your child into the site? You put your name, you, you put your child's name on the site. So the chi- okay. so now you, you the dad, you're are registering. So it's for Deadbeat Dads. Are you you're voluntarily registered as a Deadbeat Dad. So if you're you interested, have a support network. If you're interested in being a Deadbeat Dad, the first place you would look would be DeadbeatDad.com. If, yeah, if you need somebody to pick up your kid from an adjacent county where there's an outstanding warrant and mm. you can't cross that county line, Got other it. Deadbeat Dads will step up to the plate. Yeah. Oh, okay. All I hear is, please love me, please love me. I mean, that's just all I'm yeah. hearing. I, you know, I think Tom is a... And, empty vessel. It's very hard. You are hearing what you want to hear, dear. I've heard it all before from people like you. You take a man out, you size him up and see how big his wallet is. His wallet. It'll wallow. Might as well. And then you're, you try you to dip your, you try to dip your nylons right into his fucking butthole. Right. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> dip them? How would one dip? Every woman wants to dip nylons into my butthole, and I've turned them down ninety percent of the time. Okay. First of all, I've never heard of that. Secondly, that ten percent, <laughs> you're letting women dip nylons into your butthole, and I'm doing great. <laughs> I feel like that's something you want. Let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you something. We do often talk about what we want as if we don't want it, but he he is asking. I for feel what like he wants. you're projecting yes. a lot. I don't project anything. If anything, I am the screen upon which men project their fantasies. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, a lot of men thank me verbally while they're scoring with chicks. Really? Wait, while they're doing men, it? How? A lot of men scream out, my name, thank you, Tom, blow me up, Tom, as they're getting blown. What's blow me up, Tom? They don't blow me up, Tom. Well, we tr- 
That's my website. Blowmeuptom.com. And for a while, there was a denial of service attack, and we had to we had to scale it back to blowmeuptom.com. But oh. it's back up. We have blowmeuptom.com. Well, blow, blow me, Tom must have been a very a very difficult site for you to have. Well, that's fine, but that was when I was off the air. That was when CBS bowed to the women. Mm. Yeah. I never had a problem with male ratings. I'm going to make that clear. And I don't know if I'm talking to a hostile. You're not my sampling of my audience. You're a woman, and you, you're a woman. You're a you're a little woman, and you're too. You're a little. You don't know bring your size into you're this. You're a dirty. Why, thank you. You're a dirty. You're a dirty little hairy little woman. Thank you. you have a, I like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I do like a, that. You're a little piglet, and you're too bit. Amy is beaming from ear to ear. This is just, such a strange reaction. I don't know why, but I'm getting this. Okay, this is going to be you're really a weird. Squealing little shrew. Guys, this is going to sound really weird. Yeah. I'm a little attracted to don't, Tom right no. I know don't this is weird. You are. Don't fall into this. Oh, I don't know why. This is, this is working. This we're is working. Da- oh, we're down here in Hollywood. We're signing racks. This is activating just, your bad boy complex. something about him talk, calling this me a little piglet. Meanwhile, guys like me who are nice to women, we can't get anything going. Do we can't wanna, have a baby even though we've been trying I'm for 15 I'm a lovely, months, so. generous man, hopelessly single. Do you want to go out on a date with me, Amy Poehler? No, I don't, I Tom. bet you do. Mm, Let me tell you something. I'm going to take you the cheapest, dirty place off of Lincoln Boulevard that I can find. <laughs> well, it does feel like I deserve On that. Lincoln Boulevard? Lincoln Boulevard. Santa Monica? It's the che- no, in Venice on the Los Angeles side. You got it. Oh, okay, so just Blow me adjacent up. to Santa Monica. Yeah, something about his confidence. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Listen, let me tell guys, you I can't explain it. It's confidence born of insecurity. Let me tell you You know something. that a sad, insecure man is within here. You're right. You're right. I'm I just- may be sad. I may be insecure, but I get laid balls deep. <laughs> You ever get laid balls deep, Jason? Uh, Meaning, does my entire penis go inside? Like, and the balls? The balls go right in real smooth. So wait a minute, you have your balls in her vagina while she has her nylons in your butthole? Are you looking under the table because we are getting it all? Who is? No, no, that's that's not true, Tom. We should clear that up. That's not happening. Oh, let me tell you something. I I have my feet wrapped around your buttocks. Hmm. Does that turn How does you that, on? What is that? How would that even work? Feet wrapped around buttocks? You yeah. have no I idea. I understand my arms wrapped around your body. Or my I, legs wrapped yeah. around your entire it, feet? When I get into a coital position with a woman. Co- yeah. Coital? Yeah. A coital position with a woman. Yeah. I unfold myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not unlike a Decepticon from Transformers. Mm-hmm. Oh. There are ribbons that come which, out. Which, by the way, are the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. The bad boys in the Transformers oh, so universe. You better believe we're the bad boys. <laughs> there is something about Tom. I, I, I wrote him off at first, but now I know there's a decisiveness. Like oh, every awesome. woman. You see, you're listening out there. All the Lycus heads out there. You're listening, and you heard a woman a little bit of she did lower the track to me. And that's what they'll say at first. And they'll <laughs> slap you, and they'll push you away. There'll be a sexual harassment lawsuit. But they will come around. Mm. And you will come on their face as they rip up that oh. restraining oh, order he, in front of you. Now he oh. lost me. He lost That's me. That's how attractive they are. He lost Who me. Man? Who knows a little bit? I'm so sorry, guys. Normally, I would just bleep, um, <clears throat> you know, the terrible things he's saying out of the program, but we ran out of bleeps Boop. last week. You did? We're out we of bleeped, time for this segment. We we'll be back so much after last week. A round of commercials. We're out of bleeps. No, we don't. No, that's not happening. I'm the one who throws. You're listening to the top. Tom, 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 like a shoe. I don't care. 
All right. All right, guys. Well, it's time for uh, one of our favorite features on the show, and one of the first times we ever did it was the last time you were on the show, uh, Amy. And uh, one Tom Hundred, Tom Hundred. Tom is our toll-free telephone number. Not that. Open lines, open legs. Nope. Uh, It's actually time for the freestyle rap battle. Oh, I'm nervous about this. I'm afraid I might have a sophomore slump. Oh, you were so good last time. The best that you were a goat. You were greatest of all time last time. Thank you. I feel like I've got nowhere to go but down, but I'm really going to try my best. All right, so I have a suggestion from uh, our intern, Caroline. She has written it on a piece of paper. I have not looked at it until now, and... Scorpions. Really? All right. Boy, this is terrible. Too specific, I would say. But all right. We're going to go to, uh, I guess I'll start it off. Let's see. Here we go. Turn turn me up. Turn me up in the headphones. Here we go. Okay. All right. Well, my name is Rappin' Scott, and I'm here to say it's fun to rap in a scorpion way. Put him in a pail. Put him in a pail. Ooh, you got to watch out for the tail. It'll sting you on your finger. In other places of your body, 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 wabi, body, 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 and then you'll be sick, then you'll be sick, you gotta get your dick out over to the doctor, dicky doctor, ticky tick, doctor, time to see the doctor, get your doctor on, I'm out! Woo! Alright, Amy. Oh boy, this is tough. Okay, hmm. Well, I don't enjoy exotic pets. You can bet all the rest better take my name. You know I used to have a dog. I used to have a cat. I used to do that. I used to give them food. I used to change their moods. I used to be like, what's up, y'all? Let's go get some shoes. I used to buy my dog some shoes. And he would walk down the street and be, what's up, bitches? Dogs are bitches. Female dogs are bitches. I'm not saying something bad. Female dogs are bitches. Uh I got my riches. You better take it and buy me some more cars so I can break the sound barrier when I drive fast. I can measure things, make sure that they last. I can talk about the future and the past because I'm going to buy a boa constrictor and put it around my neck. Exotic pets. All the best exotic pets. Uh-huh. All the best exotic pets. What? All the best. Oh, come on and get yourself a white monkey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. Let's talk about scorpions. Ugh. I mean, it was in the theme. Here Jason, go. what do you got? All Here right. DJ Zooks coming to the table to tell you a story about a fable. The scorpion, the tortoise, one needs to get across the river. <laughs> the tortoise, he can swim. The scorpion, he cannot. The scorpion asks the tortoise for a ride and the tortoise says, but you sting me. Ooh. The tortoise says, how can I trust you? And the scorpion says, come on, man, be cool. Ooh. They get on his back. The tortoise starts to attack the water and he swims and he swims and he swims and the scorpion on the other side, they sting him. Boom. They're both drowning. The tortoise asks, why the fuck did you do that? The scorpion says, bitch, I'm a fucking scorpion. What did you expect? That's a fable on the table. Yeah. So many Suck rhymes. Suck it. So many rhymes. So No rhymes. I didn't do a rhyme. I did <laughs> a story a rap. That's a fable. All right, like us. My raps are fresh because my pussy is rotten. I get more pussy than your dad ever got. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm hip. I'm hop. I'm down with the cool. 
I'm ready to I'm ready to bust it like a nut with a fool. You're listening to the Tom Lagos program. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Tom really got uh got deep there, I guess. Yeah, he really Call did. condom jungle. Call condom jungle for all your jungle <laughs> condom needs. What is wait, what are your jungle condom needs? <laughs> A jungle condom need is when you're going when when you're going so far deep into that pussy and you know you're not coming out civilized. Oh boy. Yep. We've all been there. Number three. Great episode. Great episode. Tom, uh, for our uh, uh, listeners with sensitive ears, I apologize. There was some language in there. Got but, a little uh, salty. Got a little salty, but that's Tom Likas for you. They'll love him or hate him. That's how he's going to talk. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's hate him. Yeah, hate him. Yeah, 99.9% of the time. You should hate him. You really should. Yeah. But hey, friend of the show. Why would you hate him? <laughs> <laughs> we are not even sounding like Woody Allen anymore. <laughs> Why would you hate him <laughs> from beyond the grave? <laughs> uh, goes to Woody Allen. Uh, these episodes that will occur or may occur <laughs> i don't know you know i just want them to occur oh. i just think that you and i all right sorry about that let's tell you what let's regroup let's take a break when we come back we are going to have your number two and your number one this is oh our last god. break we're gonna have two and one right after this oh my god Hey guys, Scott Ackerman here. You guys like comedy, right? I mean, you're listening to a show with the word comedy in the title. Plus, you know, another word, bang, repeated twice. Well, I have a great new favorite comedy website that is a little guilty pleasure of mine. And what is it? It's thingx.com. That's right, thingx.com. It sounds mysterious. What is it? Well, I'll tell you. The site is a collaboration between Adult Swim and the former writers of The Onion. Uh, what? That's right. You had me at former. You didn't even have to, you know, say writers. I just, I love anything that is retired. <laughs> Adult Swim, the former writers of The Onion, they've cooked up this site that features original comedy videos and articles with amazing comedic talent, including a lots of friends of the show, okay? My friends and I were just watching the new series On Cinema at the Cinema with friends of the show Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington, a.k.a. Neil Hamburger. They are out there reviewing films like Twilight's Break. Dawn, Part 2, Life of Pi, Red Dawn, Dawn. You can also watch interviews with another friend of the show, Paula Tompkins, a lobster man, and more. That's interesting. A lobster man? I want to see an interview with a lobster man. Hopefully I've piqued your interest. ThingX.com is influenced by science fiction, horror, how-to videos, and everything you can find on the internet. So go there right now, ThingX.com, to check out Tim and Greg's On Cinema series and more. I'll see you at Thing X. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back here with Paul F. Tompkins, and we're here, man. We're, we're in the last uh, the last two. We're at the we're top the, two. This is the home stretch, I call it. it yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm at home and I'm stretching. That's how I, that's how I picture Let, it in my mind. Let's do the seventh inning stretch here. Okay. Take me, me out, out to the ball game. All right, enough, 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 no, 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 we're not going to do it. I would have done it. I know you would have For the record. For the record, I would have sung the whole... I know. Okay. Threeps included. <laughs> you sounded so weary. I, I know. know. We got to get to our number two and number one, though. But you know what? Before we do that, oh. we don't got to get to it, because let's do a... <gasps> bonus! <laughs> oh, shit! I I fucked it up because I didn't say onus. I hate myself. Uh, take two. Here that's we go. just a, that's just in addition oh, okay. to what's yeah. happening now. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready? Take two. Bonus! 
clips. So this is a bonus clip from episode 184. This was uh, this episode came out the day before the election. Wow, can you imagine such a thing? When we reelected President Barack Hussein Obamacare, well, Scott. <laughs> I feel as if you're injecting some political, some sort of commentary. political commentary. I don't mean to do that. And in fact, that's what this clip is all about. Um, mm-hmm. I, you'll hear uh, basically what we have on this is Aziz Ansari from Parks and Recreation is it was yes. on this episode. Yes. And uh, my old singing group, we had a Capital Steps type singing group uh, back in the day called the Washington Monugents. That's right. It's me. It's Bob Odenkirk, who you know from Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman, Better Call Saul, uh, Neil Campbell, and Mike Hanford. We were all in this singing group mm-hmm. where we sang political parody songs. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, the goal on all of these was to never take a stand and never let the audience know right. how we felt about whatever we were, whatever issue or whatever person uh, we were singing about. Yes, because you know you want to keep yourself out of the. The political commentary, you're just saying, sure. hey, all of us. We don't we want to lose fans. Yes. You yes, know what yes, I mean? Yes. Like if all of a sudden we take a side, that's 50% of our audience it, we're saying goodbye that's to. absolutely right. You know what I mean? So we didn't want to do that. So let's hear. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to hear uh, some of these Washington Monument songs, which are quite simply terrible. Bonus clips. I'm sorry Aziz has to be here to catch my angry spit in his face. You're not supposed to take a stand, Hanford. Who do you think you are? Michael Moore? (laughs) More, more, more. Michael Moore, Michael Moore. More, more, more. Michael Moore, Michael Moore. More, more, more. How do you like Michael Moore? Song guys, that's it. You just said his name. Yeah, there's no jokes about. Yeah, speaking of people in the news, someone else we know has been up to a lot lately. Who instead of telling, why don't you sing it to people? (laughs) All right, this is a fun one. Here we go. Ready, Aziz, hold on to your socks. Ready, here we go. No, I like how we end that. <laughs> that one. was a whole right song. away. That was That's, it. Yeah. That was it. Boy, what do you think of those, Paul? Terrible. <laughs> Quite simply. I called it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did? You were the first guy. But of course you were working from the inside out. <laughs> That's right. Trying to make change from the inside. All right, Paul, let us waste no more time and let's get to our number two. Yeah. Number two. Number two, Paul, if you had to guess, I don't know, what what episode would be would be in here? The end of MASH? <laughs> the final episode of MASH, yeah. you think? Is or are we talking to... about just strictly comedy bang-bang episodes? I, I think at this point, we're oh. just going to have to call <laughs> at this, from... At this late date? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I, I know there's one that I hope is not number two. It is not. Uh- you know the one I'm talking about. I do think I know which one you're talking about because right. number two is a little episode called number 166. Called number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is episode 166, and it's an episode called Farts and Procreation 2. Wow. Can you believe it? It's at number two. That's right. Uh, number two is Farts and Procreation 2. Risky episode because it's a sequel. The, it's a sequel. The mm-hmm. proposition is 
can you recreate the magic, much less improve upon mm-hmm. uh, the magic of the first? Far- I don't even want it. You almost got me to say it. Yeah, I almost got it. Ooh. <laughs> That was. I tricked you into being on this best of podcast to see if I could get you to say the word fart. It's like I'm Mr. (laughs) Mithilplex. From the fifth dimension? Yeah. Um, No, this this is a sequel to an episode we did in 2011, which topped, it was number one on the 2011 best of. Yeah, yeah. Farts and Procreation. This was the sequel to it, and obviously we did not top it because it slipped to number two. No, but you almost met. I mean, that's it. That was a tall order. Pretty high up. It's, yeah. al- it's almost as high as you can go. It, it, just about, yeah. yeah. And uh, this episode has three people from the Parks and Recreation show on it. It has star Adam Scott. That's right. It has non-stars yet writers, Harris Whittles and Chelsea Peretti. Correct. Writers are not stars, and nor they, will they ever be. <laughs> and the four of us got together and tried to recreate the atmosphere of the first episode that we all did together, which was crazy and a wild, loopy episode. I have, I have a question for you yes. after the clip. Oh, okay. So this episode, we tried to recreate it. We have, first of all, let's hear a little, just a, a brief clip before we get into the main clip. A smidgenette. Yes. This is... Uh, because I believe we reference it in the main clip, but this is a song that Chelsea and I uh, recorded backstage at the UCB <laughs> called Two True Mon Frere. Yeah. Two true mon Great song right there. Undisputable. Already deserves number two. Absolutely. <laughs> Just for having that song I'll in say it. it does. But this clip, um, this is uh, uh, in the first episode, Adam and Harris debuted their characters, uh, Jack and Carl, two men who worked together at the lumber yard. That's right. So uh, what, are their, what are their last names? Uh, there's like Carl Jr. and Jack Pieces, <laughs> right. or or vice versa. Yes. I can't remember. I do, I do care. <laughs> <laughs> so in this clip, they're they're going to uh, uh, show us some new character work with some new great See, characters, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, some brand new voices, some brand new physicality. That's right. I mean, they're going to give Adam Pally a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear it. This is from Farts and Pro Two. This is your number two. Creek number two. Should we debut our? Because Harris and I have a couple new characters. Yeah. Oh, you have some new characters. We oh, no have... wonder you wanted to get out of those skins. So yeah, we have so new quickly. characters. Okay. It's These terrible. are um, two guys. Okay. Did you read it? And two guys. Anything well, more needs to be said about no, them, they're or two, they're just they're two, guys? two guys? So two males. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready? Okay. Great. Here we go. Debut of two new cracks. Slam. Mm-hmm. Open. Slam, open. Can't seem to make up his mind. <laughs> Slam, open. Just walk in. S- sit down. Sorry for opening and closing the door so many times. Yeah, I mean we're, this place is air conditioned. Yeah, yeah I have like... a bit. I have OCD. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah, I have to Everyone has doors. their problems. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Um. Hey. Hi. You're you're a male. You're yeah. Like, you're a guy. Yeah, we're yeah. two guys. Okay. Hey. How are you? My name's Blaze. His name's Blaze. Hey, Blaze. What's your name? <laughs> Scott Ackerman. Hi, Scott. Hi. What's your name? Uh, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. I'm Blaze. Hi, Blaze. Oh, hey. Three new characters. No, I'm just kidding, Blaze. I'm Ch- My name's Chelsea. Uh, oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> I'm Blaze. Oh, that was funny. Good joke. Oh, thank you. Blaze, and what's your name? Uh, Rodney. It's Rodney Og. But my f- 
My friends call me Rod Og Raw Dog. Raw Dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey Blaze. Hey Raw Dog. <laughs> How's it going? Great. Can I just say that you guys are both uh, males? You both. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Neither of you are women. Ah, we're guys. Yeah, through and through. Full on dudes. Through yeah. and through. Cool. So, um, what's up with you? What's your story? What happens, Chelsea? Hey, let's. Why do we? Why do we talk about? I mean, you guys are strangers to us. Maybe we should hear about you. Yeah, it seems kind of intense to just say that to someone. Yeah, that you just met. Blaze wants to know what your deal is. <laughs> who are you? It's Rod- I don't know it's who Blaze is, and I definitely don't know who Rodog is. Rodney Og. <laughs> His friends call him Rodog. <laughs> I bet okay. they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Are we your friends yet? No. Oh, I'm Rodney to you. Okay, Rodney. Well, why don't you tell us what your deal is? We what? work for our livings? Yeah. What our living deal is? You, uh, yeah, I mean, just what? what's your life like? Oh, well, we, um, I guess the nuts and bolts, we uh, work at, uh, you know, those little um, things on headphones, like the little plastic things that slide up and down to keep the headphones kind of together so they don't tangle? Yeah. To keep the 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 blue streams uh, either apart or together, we call okay. them blue streams. They're just wires. Yeah. Oh, okay. So sure. I, I guess I don't okay. know that much about headphones. Well, it takes clearly. They're called they're called <laughs> Clim- Clintons. <laughs> All right, Blaze. Well, you, you don't have to be so haughty. You don't know shit them. about Clintons. So you probably don't know a lot about you my. Put job. a Clinton on a blue stream. Okay. Slide it up and down. All right. And so, you know, it takes a machine to make those. Okay. We make the machines that make those machines. Oh, okay. We call them, we call the, the Clinton, we call it a machine. Because what it's... Uh, Bill Clinton? I'm sorry? (laughs) Yes, they're named after him. (laughs) So you're not that far off. (laughs) I love him. Yeah, he's the best. He's like the first black president. And he played sax on our sin. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he, uh, he died for our sin. When he was uh, <laughs> campaigning for his first uh, uh, run-up, by first, I mean the second one in 96. Sure. Yeah. He came we by, all know what you mean. He came by the factory <laughs> and uh, and said, hey, that's a great uh, gadget you got going there. And we thought, well, we should name this after him. But we thought his name was Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> and we love Bill Plimpton's cartoons, too. So. And Martha yeah. Plimpton was also a dear friend of yours at the time, I yes. heard. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You know. Through the you grapevine. <laughs> you totally know about us already. Well, I just put it together. You're Blaze and... Rodney. 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 Rod yeah. Don't Yeah, I, I think we have a mutual friend. Who is it? Um... Charlize, my do you know a girl named Charlize, like a blonde girl? One of my good friends. I only know one Charlize, and Char- she's a movie star. I know Charlize Heen. Yeah, it's Charlize Heen. Yeah. <laughs> Charlize, Charlize, oh, I guess Charlize Heen. Charlize Heen. Charlize. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Heen. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Our, yeah, that's how you say okay. it. Is yeah, he Ar- Armenian? Yes, Charlie Sahin. Charlie Sahin. So uh, we yeah. are friends with him. Oh, uh, yeah. He said a bunch of stuff about you guys. Yeah. Like Not good stuff? Not all of it. No. What did he say that was bad? He said, like, you guys are ball hogs in basketball when mm. you guys play, like, on he the said, weekends. I remember well, he said raw dog's a ball hog. Yeah. Yeah. And he said that Martha Plimpton hanged out with you, but she didn't really like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. 
<laughs> he said. <laughs> That's really shitty of him. Wow. <laughs> That's really rough. Um, Why would he say that? That's just, that is hurtful. So, guys, what uh, what are you what are you doing here? <laughs> oh boy, she's or I can't tell she's crying because of that information she imparted. I'm about to cry. That's sad. I love Martha Flinton. <laughs> I don't like no one. She doesn't like us. What's she do? <laughs> She had a breakdown. <laughs> Raising hopes, Martha Plimpton? No, nope, don't own a TV. Um, don't own a home. Oh. Yeah. Well, at least your priorities are in order. We we live in the in the uh in the Clinton factory. So you live where you work. Is it a work live situation? Yeah, I just said we live <laughs> in the Clinton fa- factory. <laughs> A live work it's situation. Literally five a.m. <laughs> oh, we gotta go to work. <laughs> how many do you know? hours of sleep are we gonna get now? Yeah, uh, how do raw you, dog. Uh, <laughs> how do you know when you're working and when you're living? Well, we actually have a rule. If you're working, you always have to have like a you're not living a hard hat on. And if you're oh. living, you always have to have a margarita. That's a great rule, just for life for anyone out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a great rule. Our th- actually, our, f- <laughs> <laughs> our first album is called Artettes and Margaritas. Wait, you guys are musicians? Yeah, we have a bunch of albums. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, Blaze and Raw Dog? I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, Artettes and Margaritas. Artettes and Margaritas. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, um, and what? Uh, you should tell them the name of our second album. So the name of our second album, have you ever seen um, like a sunset? Mm-mm. No. What is it? Sorry. Shit. Well, uh, what is one? It's Actually, it's fine. The <laughs> album is called You Gotta Check Out a Sunset. Oh. <laughs> so I guess that definitely applies to yeah. you guys. Yeah. yeah. In parentheses, if you haven't seen one. Yeah. Blaze, I'm going to have to insist that you give us the name of your third record. Yeah, you got to, man. Oh, the third record. Um, when was the last time you guys went? on like a super long walk uh, through a city and then just to the outskirts where it turns into either uh, the woods, the desert, or just like walking right into the ocean, just depending on where mm-hmm. where the city is. Mm-hmm. I love that title. That's amazing. Very yeah. long. It's wow. Very, it was, That's like Fiona Apple-esque. Yeah. yeah. I got to get back to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids do you have? Twelve. What are their ages? One, 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 one. You must one, have had a crazy one, month when you eight. So wait, you had, you had. I don't even know what to call eleven identical. <laughs> no, they might not be identical. You could have impregnated could eleven have... women. Oh, that's no, true. I did. Okay, there was an eleven attempts. Uh, eleven, <laughs> 11 <laughs> attempts. <laughs> eleven attempts to to impregnate your wife once. Eleven a template. Okay. Eleven a template. And then an eight year old. And then an eight year old. Wow, yeah. a little married. Eight year old is <laughs> is the mother. <laughs> No, no, she's not. You have time to take that back. 
<laughs> you can't take it back right now. We you we give time. you one take back in your improv. We had her. Um, <laughs> we had her. We had her. Our, artificially inhibited. You have one take back reminder. <laughs> but I didn't have sex with her. Um, we still did. got that reminder floating out there. <laughs> I did have sex with her, but we did put eggs and semen. <laughs> sure. But raw eggs. OTB. Yeah. We so One we we did incubate the eleven children inside yeah. of her. Also, Weird. also at Me the factory her. we can do that. Yeah, at yeah. the Clemson factory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a medical. Yeah. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. Boy, improv shows would be good if you allowed every performer one take back. I say no take backs. What's an improv, improv show? Number two. Oh, great clip, huh? It was a great clip. What? Here's what I want to ask you. Yes, sir. I'm at your disposal. Did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is that time of year where you have to answer any question I ask. That's right. right. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah it's full moon. Um, uh, did did it feel the same? Did you did the energy feel the same as the first uh, the first time you had that combination of people? It was just as fun. I will say, I love doing stuff with those three people in that combination. It was just as fun. Obviously, Chelsea is laughing so hard and I listened back to this uh, last night and mm-hmm. it's it's just as fun to listen to. Uh, she was trying to catch a plane by the way if you're wondering why she kept saying <laughs> she's late. She was like going to the airport right after this and it was just stretching on and on and we were oh. getting weirder and weirder and crazier and crazier. I, w- I would have died of anxiety if I'd been in that situation. <laughs> why would she ever schedule that it was, it was the, the only, time. only time that we could do it, to the get these time. four people in a room together, you know? It's like I mean, Halley's Comet, right? It's like all those times that you hear about, like, Paul McCartney was going to come over and uh, over to John Lennon's apartment. That's right. You know, when they were going to jam together, but he never did. Like, they were, he they were decided gonna, to go eat instead, some scrambled eggs. That's right. They were going to they were gonna get together and just jam and hate each other like they used to. Hey, John, Listen, I'm thinking of eating some scrambled eggs. Don't what do you do think? It. I think, it's, I think you're a sellout for doing it. Oh, well, still. <laughs> Me mum likes them. Why don't she eat poached eggs? It's <laughs> more what artistic. You'd ah, we've always hated each other. <laughs> Aren't you the biggest creep in the world? Isn't any creep bigger than me? <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen to the 2011 <laughs> best of for more from those two. <laughs> Um, But yeah, I mean, getting look. I'm just glad that we were able to get all four of us back in a room together because they said it could not happen. They said some people said it would not happen. Mm -hmm. Some people said it should not happen. These people were trying to prevent it from happening. It was like something out of Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Codes. But instead, we played some could have, should have, would have with Mm -hmm. you, and we got us all back in the room together, and that's what we heard. That's right. Well, Paul, I think that it is that Scott, time. thanks for having me. I will no, see no, you no, next no, year. my what? friends. There is one number yet to go. Can I, before we get to this clip. Yes, sir. May I do an impression of my favorite moment from the movie Lincoln? <laughs> sure. Uh, where they're... Lincoln. Where uh, Tommy Lee Jones is hurling around the craziest old-timey insults that right. even back then, how could anyone be offended I, by I, them? And I like how they all start <laughs> with like a... Will the respected senator from Des Moines yes. realize that? Yes. <laughs> like such preamble on and they're insult. they're the most they're the most florid, ridiculous things. And I can't imagine even back then that anyone would be like, 
Uh, this is an outrage that you said this to me. <laughs> right. I mean, this, yeah. you're we're in front of people and you say that to me. Yeah, and, and then everybody looks ridiculous. Of course, maybe right. that's why they're all it's wearing like, foppish wigs. Yeah, uh, but this, and ridiculous so mustachios. Tommy Lee Jones says something to this one guy, and then the camera zooms in on this guy as he goes, "How dare you?" <laughs> I guess if you are, if you're willing to talk that way. I could see how you would be insulted by somebody calling you some sort yeah. of a dressed up dog of a dandy doodle. <laughs> you think they just drop it for me and go, hey, shut up, man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Has anyone ever said fuck you so on the properly. floor of the house? Fuck. <laughs> well, ever. I mean, has it ever happened? Oh, man, I want to hear it. In the Senate, has anyone ever gone, fuck you? <laughs> That's a super cut I want to hear. Yeah. All the times fuck you has ever been said on the floor. Well, Paul, thank you for that. And that's all the time we have. We can't get to our number one clip. Oh, sorry, you guys. I used up all the time. (laughs) Uh, No, of course we have time for this. Fun. This is our and your number one. Number one. That's right, number one. And it is from your 150th episode. A very special episode called Time Time Bobby. And Paul, this is one of your favorite episodes. This is a personal favorite of mine. I noticed on Twitter you got out the vote. You I did. were beating the drums for this episode. I campaigned on behalf of this episode. Let me give a little backstory about the voting, by I the way. I wish you would. This episode and Farts and Procreation 2 were neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Literally one vote uh, separating them. Uh, and being constantly swapped. All of a sudden, Farts wow. and Pro would be one epi- one vote ahead, and then wow. Time Bobby, until you tweeted that you wanted people to vote for it, and then all your fans came out, and now it's about 300 ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to you. It worked. Well, I, I will say thank you to everyone who voted for this episode. Uh, this I'm episode. glad they did. This is yeah. this is uh, uh, one of my favorite episodes. I talked about it on the AV Club. Uh, uh, I guess what do, what do they call that uh, feature where I talk about? I talked about three episodes uh, f- uh, from it, and this is one that I picked that I wanted to talk about. Podmass? No, not Podmass, but uh, something about like, uh, hey, these are three episodes that I like from my podcast, and I, you get interviewed. Right? Anyway, you can check that out. Oh at yeah, the that AV segment. Club. Yeah, that's up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not familiar with that segment because <laughs> I'm ineligible. You'll get there, Tompcast. <laughs> it's not, hey, pick your favorite Tompcast episodes. Why not? <laughs> that'll that'll come. That'll come. <laughs> they get to everything there. But no, this is <laughs> this is uh, one of my favorite episodes. It's um, uh, let me set the scene here a little bit. I had. Friend of the show, Andrew Lloyd Webber, is on. That's right. He is the writer of such musicals as Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Cats. Yes. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Right. Not Les Miserables, as I assumed for many years, <laughs> until I re- someone just pointed out to me, like, no, it's not. Should have been. Yeah. It seems like. Get on that, ALW. Yeah. Hey, Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, why don't you get on having written Les Miserables? Les Miserables, yeah. yeah. Or rewrite it. You know what I mean? Rewrite that shit. You can shit. rewrite anything you want. No do, one can stop you. Do a reboot. That's right. I mean, the story's out there. Do your own music for it. Yeah, it's got to be public domain. Yeah, it has. Yeah. At this point in this economy? Come on. Under Barack Hussein Obamacare? <laughs> so this is, uh, uh, at the beginning of the clip, I'm talking to Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber for a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking about his career, and then in the middle of the clip, uh, 
a a very interesting person comes in. An urchin. A street urchin. We, oh, oh. we don't mean to spoil it, but yes, a, uh, a little orphan from off the street comes in. Just a little guy. We talk to him for quite a bit. He's and adorable. It, and there is a very interesting ending to this. Yeah. And one of the best endings to any of our episodes, I believe, of all time. So uh, let's hear that. This is your number one. It's time, Bobby. Number one. Uh, so first... Ask me. May I yes. say? Yes, at this point, this is a, it's rare that I do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Scotrick, you may ask me anything. Mm. Nothing is out of bounds. Nothing is off limits. Mm. It's all, all's fair in love and war and this interview. Mm. We may chat about this, that, even the other thing, <laughs> which I have heretofore forbidden any, any journalist to ask me about. Right. All right. Well, let me try to, to delve deep then. I am an good. open book okay. and lo- lyrics. I would love to ask you something just maybe that no one has ever asked you before. I dare uh, you to do okay. so. All right. Who would you say are the two main characters in Jesus Christ Superstar? Ah, this is an excellent question. No one has ever asked me this. Usually everyone just knows. <laughs> if I were to if I were to state definitively who the uh-huh. main two characters are in yeah, Jesus Christ also, Superstar. Also, you could expand it to main three. Too. Oh, oh, I, I like the way you think. Okay. This is certainly, this is two unasked questions in a row. <laughs> the main two characters are in order, I would okay. say. Oh, probably. Uh, in order of importance or in order of appearance? Both. Okay, great. Nah, now, I can't remember who appears first. Please well, don't I believe, hold me to that. I believe Judas appears first. No, all right. Then this would be in order of importance. Okay. In, in my mind. He's, he, 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 the curtain rises. Yes. Lights up. Both That's of those right. kind of usually at the same time. Everyone is told backstage, stop whistling, stop <laughs> saying Macbeth. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Judas appears on stage. That's right. There and he is. And you hear uh, that famous refrain. Always there are some boos in the audience. Yes, always. They recognize him. Boo, Villain. you betrayed our lord. Then Judas twirls his mustache. That's right. He puts on his top hat. <laughs> yes. He ste- he he stands up from the train tracks and when he has he, tied Jesus Christ. And he asks Mary Magdalene for the rent. That's right. She says, I cannot pay this rent, you ask. Yes. And he says, ah, but I am Judas Iscariot. And I demand you pay 30 rents. 30 pieces of rent. Yes. 5,100, rents. Yes. And then. Jesus bursts from his ropes and he says, Jesus smash. Then he goes on a rampage, smashing this and that. The military is called in. Yes, of course. And they they start firing at him, but the shells, the shells just bounce off of his skin. He says, you make Jesus angry. Puny humans. Puny humans. Yes. Then Punches Pilate comes in. Yes. And he says. And he punches Punches. He punches Punches. Who becomes a pilot, gets in a plane, but he can't fly it because oh. he's so scared of the controls being dirty. He keeps washing his hands. Yes, of course. The plane crashes. Yes. Jesus resurrects everyone for the plane crash. Smash cut two. Uh, it's 20 years later. The Skynet Corporation has taken over all of Judea. Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What an amazing! Now, many of you have probably not seen this this program because you're not theater nerds like us. No, no. I, I imagine you like your sporting events. <laughs> yes, your, cricket. Your North American baseball. Your North American football. What's that? Fo- football. Hmm. It sounds familiar. It's a game where uh, it has a quarterback and he touches the ball with his foot a lot. Oh, you mean like English soccer? <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Okay. 
So, um, and that's Jesus Christ Superstar, and there's the character. Okay, fantastic. Well, I have many more questions like this, so... I uh, hope you have thousands and thousands. So here we go. The more Uh, probing, the better. Okay. You may ask me personal things. Doesn't need to just be work-related. I'm giving you carte blanche. Okay, all right. Personal questions. How do you feel about the main characters in Jesus Christ Superstar? Mm. Do you feel like they're... The right ones that you picked, and who are they? Do you know, Scott Rick, I have conversations with the characters from my musicals almost every... Who's that knocking? This is highly irregular! So I, I, this Hello. has never happened in the middle of an Hello. interview. What? Who's this little ragamuffin? Hello. Look at this street urchin. Hello. Who who are you, son? Speak up, boy. Are you Andrew Lloyd Webber? Why, yes, I am. Always nice what to meet you, What a smart young child oh you are. Oh, my God. Hi. Hello, hello, young man. I'm a fan. Ah, you're you're a fan of the musical theater? Yeah. And my work in it in particular? Yeah, I was lost and I heard your voice outside so I came. I say you recognized my voice? Yeah. From, from outside the building? I would, wouldn't recognize that voice. Wait, wait, hold on. I like the cut of this young man's jib. I do, too. I do, too. But this is, uh, you're lost in the building, young man? I got lost. I'm so sorry. I was outside. I was so lost. And I heard the voice. So I came in because I'm hungry. I was looking for scraps. Uh, How long have you been lost? For a couple years. What? A couple years, you say? Yeah. That's a long time to be lost, little boy. I don't have a watch or a calendar, so I don't know the exact time. Do you, do you know the day that you... Yeah, uh, you Thursday. may borrow my calendar. It was a Thursday. Really? Yes, there you are. Andrew it was a- Lloyd Webber's calendar. Wow, what's on that calendar? It's Can you- huge. Okay, look at look at this calendar. What's, what's on beautiful. there? It's beautiful. So many days. Well, aside from the days, he scribbled little appointments on there. To, yeah. Tell us some of those. It's got one for a new, a new topic of a film he's doing. And first film ever. Oh, wait a minute. A new film. This yep. is this is a scoop. He's never ventured into that, I know, because I follow his work a great deal. Well, you've been gone for the last two years, though. How would you know if he's talked about it? Newspapers. Oh, okay. That's Do you true. see newspapers every day? Yeah, that's what I sleep on, because I don't got a home. Oh, these, these newspapers don't have a date on them? So they do, but I only got one good eye. Oh, I, oh. I feel like a fool for asking that. Seems like plenty to, okay. to read a, a date on a newspaper, though. I'm sorry? One good one? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you could read a date. Well, I kind of, but let's not get down to breath text or anything. Right? <laughs> All right. No, I'm sorry to press yeah, you on this. Okay. Leave the little boys. You have to excuse me. I'm starving, so I get a little on edge oh, sometimes. Uh, Scott, right. do we have any food here in the studio Just for this scraps, little boy to eat? Just scraps, any kind of scraps. I, I mean, all I have is sort of the, the fat that I cut off of my steak. That would today. be the greatest. Mm, I don't know. I, I I don't want, you know, I mean, it's bad Scott for your health, Rick. too. I don't know. I was saving that for my for my dog, too. He but. is a Jesus. ragamuffin. I'm better than a dog. I'm a human boy. He does out rag dogs. <laughs> All right, here, have have my table scraps. Thank you. Here you go. <laughs> Wait, unra- yeah, don't. Eating you're eating the foil. That the, You're eating the swan foil. There's please. vitamins in the foil. <laughs> no, please, unwrap it if you could. I, okay. Yeah, okay. You're very hungry. Thank you so much. I haven't eaten in years. Wow. I, is that medically possible for you uh-huh. to survive that long? I don't know. I don't got a real doctor. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that makes sense. We See, we're just use, you, you know, using science that we know. But you say a doctor would be able to tell you if... Not eating. A doctor could tell you anything. It's the most trusted man in the business world. And to be fair, Scottrick, perhaps we've become used to medical advances that have happened in the last two years. That's true. Perhaps we know that doctors can tell people that uh, 
<laughs> yeah, that's well, what I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So it's commonplace to us now, but for this little boy, emerging, know. emerging from the fog of two years ago. Mm. Yes, you remember yes. it? 2010. Oh, I wish I could. Oh, no, actually 2009, because we taped this in 2011. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, we tape it a year in advance. I keep forgetting it's 2011. <laughs> yeah. that, that's because I got your calendar. So That's exactly why. <laughs> give him clever boy. Give him back his calendar. Give him back your calendar back. Yeah, I give you these table scraps, ones as big as yourself. Oh, thank you. Where did you get so many table scraps? I'm just always carrying them around. Really? For what purpose? <laughs> uh, for just such an occasion, in case I meet orphans. Well, my orphan, you could take me if you want to put me in musical. Are you, dear boy? Are you an I orphan? I used to be an actor. Is that so? <laughs> yeah. You've trod the boards. I did a lot of musical theater when I was just a baby boy. Is that? What, what productions? Would I have seen any of these? I was in Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, that's what I'm yeah. What what role did he play? Jesus Christ. He's, he's one of the, the, he's one of the main three. He's, can I, may I be candid? Sure. He's the main number one. Wow! Yes. The most important character. All right. Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, so you played Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just called him Jesus Christ in the musical. <laughs> so can you sing one of the songs for us? I wore my coat with golden lining. I love it when Jesus wears his coat in then, that show. It's just like then, he shows it off and he's real. Because it's a big coat. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have looked even bigger on you. You're just I a little baby boy. It. I what? still got it. Really? Yeah. Where, why aren't you wearing it now? Got stolen. Oh, oh, no, you don't still got it after all. I was on the street sleeping and a, a man took it. Oh. Now, may, may I ask you, young man? Yeah. What are the curious circumstances that led you to be a homeless little fellow? My parents were dead. Oh. So did you run away from an, an evil orphanage a la Annie or? Yeah, and a rich man took me in for a little while and oh. he was, he, he, and they got me into a theater program. Oh, that's so nice of him. So that was nice. Sort of broadened your horizons. I just what? wanted scraps. Well, I'm sure if he was a rich man, you could have eaten. He was anything. a very rich man. Ice he cream sundaes, good food. Ice cream sundaes. Mm -hmm. He gave me um, a banana once. I put it on the ice cream sundae, and that's how the banana split got created. I don't know if you know that fact. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I have to ask you, young man. Well, the second time it was created. <laughs> oh, no further <laughs> questions. <laughs> Um, so the, when you created it, when it became something in your mind, yeah. Okay, great. I had never seen one before. So okay, so you actually that. created it because you'd never seen one before, yeah, nor I heard of one. Yeah, things all the time. Sure, I just created the air conditioner. Well, someone can invent something even if it exists. It's a, yes, if they don't know it exists, yeah, they think course. they've invented. It's it. like a, someone who writes a joke that already exists. You still wrote the joke. Great minds think alike, yes, as they say. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Wait, I no. just made that up right now. I'm sorry I, to tell you. Yes, <laughs> this is the creation. A young man, Austin what? Powers, has What's copyrighted Austin that. Powers? Oh, he was a great. He's been gone for longer than two a years. A great I agent, am. MI6. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let, uh, so, so, what happened to the rich man? Though he he put you into this theater program, and then, then he threw me away. Oh, this, little dumpster. This cruel right. fellow. Wait, what? So you were in a in a theater program? I, I found I was walking the streets looking for scraps in a very rich part of town, and uh, and the rich man picked me up and he said, "Can you sing?" I said, "Yeah." Okay. And he put me in a theater program. Okay, but what happened then? I don't understand because you're you're under the care of a rich man. It seems like you. I I get sometimes I can be a bit much. Oh, you're a handful. Yeah. Now, Scotrick is right. Normally, for an orphan. 
to become under the care of a rich man. It is a consummation devoutly to be wished by orphans. <laughs> but you're saying it was through some uh, personality quirk of your own. Yeah, I get stabby. What, what is that? No, I'm not familiar with American slang. What does that mean? Cranky? I live on the street, so... I gotta know how to take care of myself and be a tough guy. Certainly. Oh. And sometimes I get stabby. Now, again, I do, I'm not familiar with I think what he's trying term. to say, uh, Lord ALW, is Please that... Please call me he, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Please call him that. He deserves the respect. Thank you, so, young so well, What is your name, by the way? We haven't often. even asked you your name. My name? Is it Fagin? It's Forval. Forval. It's like Fival, but one less. <laughs> uh, so, wait, wait, what was I saying? Oh, Stabby. Asking, yes, stabby. Stabby, I think what he's stabby. trying to say is he actually stabs people. Oh, yeah, no. all the time. You is gotta, that what you mean? you got to take care of yourself. you got to know how to stab or else you'll get, you know, you Are get you taken away. Well, you're not wrong there. Are you carrying a weapon right now on, on your person? I'm not carrying it. It's in my pocket. What? Uh, you oh, don't? semantics. He's got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Technically, well, his pocket is carrying it. My hands it. are all greasy from the scraps, so I don't want to get it on a knife because then the stabby won't be so accurate. And to be fair, you did make him unwrap the scraps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that actually is in our favor in case he wants to pull so that, that knife. It may slip out of his hands. Why? Of all the... Why so ever should he want to pull that knife? No, you guys seem nice. We are. I, I am. So did your father figure, the rich guy, I would imagine. Yeah, he was nice. He was nice. Why, 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 why were you compelled to become? So, as you put it, stabby. He's got a mouth on him. He don't know when to stop. <laughs> Is that so? Oh, my. What was some if of the... tell me to clean my room, and I'm not ready to clean my room, fucking... Please. Young man! Forval! Don't fuck with me. Forval! Forval, come on now. I mean, I hate, I hesitate to even criticize you. It's okay. I like you. I like your show. I'm a fan of the show, too. Oh, wait, you know this show as well? Of course. How did you get lost right outside my building, then? Um, I got lost all over the place, but right outside I heard the beautiful voice, and I came to it. I didn't even know it was like, um... It's like it was pulling me towards like a rapture of some so kind. You've been gone for two years. It's 2011 right now because Correct. we taped the show a, a year in advance. Yes, so how yes. how have you even heard the show? Have you been listening outside the door this whole time? Sometimes I'll just go up to close to people's ears when they have headphones in, try oh. and listen in on the streets. Oh. That's not annoying. Yeah. No, they hate it. Well, I, I curse those people. You're an adorable little fellow. Thank you. It would be, I would be delighted, Coming should you? Coming from you, that's a dream. I would feel much more comfortable if you disarmed yourself. If you just sort of put that out on the table and just... Uh, that's one. What? <laughs> one? Large no, knife. What? A butterfly knife. I invented that. You invent, In what way did you invent that? Because that's an actual professional knife. I invent. I, I. I just. I thought of it, so I. I bought what do you, it. You. You bought it. You didn't. I mean. Well, sometimes I like to say that's inventing things. May I? I'd never had one before, and I never seen it. So when I bought it, I said, "Now this is something I could get used to." Young Master Forval, may I ask you when okay. you say butterfly knife? Yeah. Are you referring to the shape or its purpose? Um, I, I have killed many butterflies. By knife? Yeah, because they don't know when to fucking... Oh, again! <laughs> young fellas! They, they just fly near you, and it's in your personal space, and most, you got to teach yeah. these fucking things away. Oh, I, please! Oh, where, did you learn, where did you learn this kind of language? The streets. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there I understand now. You know, now you have it, yes, the streets. So what exact... So so uh, did the, the policeman take you away? No, I ran out into grabbed what I could in my bindle, and I went out into the streets. You grabbed your coat of many colors. Yeah, my, I still had that. My, mm -hmm. I said, bring me 
Michael the Cold. Now, did and you, they did, did and you, I ran out into the streets. The servants I, brought yeah, you? Yeah. And they weren't frightened of you from... They uh, no, they could. Then I'm nice to them, but they know if they cross me. May I may I say a skull trick? And of course, Forval will know this from his experience with this mm -hmm. rich elderly man. Servants, they do their jobs, mm -hmm. and they do the, if they're good servants, they do them impeccably well. Mm -hmm. It would be a crossing a boundary for a servant to presume to, to presume someone yes. from the upstairs. You got to sure. know your place. You have to know. Your, it's true. true. I, now, Forval, on this we do agree. I have seen downtown Abbey. So I know. Yeah. yeah. Yes? Oh, my oh, word. Boy. What's wrong? Even oh, I like, know that. Like fingernails on the chalkboard of my eardrums. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I'm talking about my favorite oh, program. Don't say it again. No, you've said it twice now. Oh, God. Please. I love I'm that getting, show. I'm, a, I'm the biggest downtown Abbey fan. Oh, I'm, I'm getting stabby. Oh. I'm hey, getting hey, stabby. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Go for it. Go. I won't oh. bring it. Won't bring it up anymore. Can I ask something about your coat? Sure. You say it's a coat of many colors. Yeah. Are you sure it's not just a white coat that has a lot of red blood stains on it? Are you fucking kidding me right now? It's my my amazing Technicolor dream coat. Steady. I just wanted to make sure that it's tread lightly. It's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think you do best to take the lad's advice. All right. We'll do. There is blood on the coat, but it's of many. It's the blood of many people <laughs> wait, of different so, colors. So wait a minute, are you trying to say that like Spock's green blood? I like, killed Leonard Nimoy. Who is this? You, you killed Leonard Nimoy this morning. <laughs> this, this morning? morning? Yeah. What? Why? In 2011. I hope no one will ever hear of this. <laughs> okay, let me check. Excuse me. Oh, okay, I'm back. Uh, no, no one's heard of it. Oh, thank heavens. Next year. That's okay. The Let guy in the movie is not the real guy. It's an imposter. Oh, my God. I, because I, I think I checked, and no one has ever seen the headline, uh, Director of Three Men and a Baby has been killed. I heard if you watch that film, <laughs> yes. you could see the background of one of the scenes yeah. where uh, <laughs> yes. Ted Danson is throttling Steve Gutenberg to death, <laughs> saying, why did you make us have a baby? We're only two men. It's very early in the film. Yeah. Ah. Uh, in the background, you could see Leonard Nimoy, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy being stabbed to death. Yeah. Oh, my There's God. There's a shotgun, too, for a second. But Turns out it was just a cardboard cutout yeah. of William Shatner drowning his wife. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My wife! <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get back on track here because we've gone off the rails. Good luck to you. <laughs> a little bit here. I did have one question, though, for you, uh, Andrew. For me? Yeah, for, yes. I mean, you, you said I could ask about anything. Anything at all. Yeah, and I just had one really specific question about, I want to get deep with you here. Yes. So, um, can you tell me what, what were the colors of Joseph's coat? Oh, of course I can. Okay. Let me see if I remember correctly. Um, it was, uh, it was red mm -hmm. and yellow, mm -hmm. uh, green, mm -hmm. brown, mm -hmm. uh, scarlet, mm -hmm. black, mm -hmm. I think there was some ochre, mm -hmm. peach, mm -hmm. ruby, mm -hmm. olive, violet, mm -hmm. fawn, mm -hmm. uh, memory says lilac, mm -hmm. gold, of course, mm -hmm. Chocolate, mm -hmm. uh, mauve. Mm -hmm. I think there was also a little bit of a cream in there. Mm -hmm. Have I said crimson yet? I think mm -hmm. there was crimson. Mm -hmm. Silver, of course. Mm -hmm. um, something else in the red palette. Rose. Mm -hmm. uh, azure. Mm -hmm. 
I think lemon, mm-hmm. russet, mm-hmm. grape. Mm-hmm. Did you say crimson? I did say, I believe I said crimson, okay. yes. He said it. I'm Purple. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Just like, let him, let him do his thing. Sorry. White, even though it's the absence of color. Mm-hmm. Pink. Mm-hmm. Orange. Mm-hmm. Red. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Mm-hmm. Green. Mm-hmm. Brown. Mm-hmm. Did I say scarlet, black, and ochre? Yes. Oh, I, you know what it is? I'm seeing them in my mind. Ah. Uh, and in my mind, Joseph is turning around. I feel like you forgot. And so he's doing a spin, a 360. Yeah. He's showing it off. Yes, and so he's, he's I'm being seeing a them. real dandy. I'm seeing them all over again from the beginning. Yeah, I feel like you've forgotten a really important one. Did, did he say crimson? He, well, he said crimson. He said crimson. All right. Oh, you uh, oh, oh, about oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. You just shut up. Shut gentlemen, up gentlemen, yes, yes, yeah. gentlemen, please. I, this is most unseemly. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, this blue. kid. Oh, blue. Yes, yes blue. that's yes. the one that I I don't know right. why I couldn't think of blue. But yeah, yeah blue. The, the, maybe the most popular color of all. Yeah. Look, just, this kid bugs me. I don't blue. know. Scott, it's you stop really, being I, such uh, a fucking uh, bitch. Forval, oh, please. Forval, why don't you Why don't you practice your butterfly knifing for just a little bit? Let the grown-ups talk for a little bit. Yeah, just try to stab around your fingers. Have you ever done anything yeah, like that? Yeah. Mumbly pig. Yes. Are you are you really gonna adopt no, this I'm, kid? I've never been more terrified in my entire life. You're I, not acting like I, it. I have to say that I, you're a very I'm good actor. I'm trying to appease this monster. I think you'll be really good on Smash. Then. Do you think so? Yes, because I mean, you, I would never have guessed. Is it a bit of a cheat I'm playing myself? I think it's not a stretch necessarily, but sometimes you have to ease into something. Do you know, like I loved that. the player where they're all playing themselves and everyone had a great fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot like how Chris Rock had to play a crack addict before he could move on to that's being right. head of state. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Wonderful in that film. It's Underrated. So wonderful. Now, Scotrick, yes. I need you to spirit me away from this studio. I don't know that I have the resources to do that. What, what, you what exactly do you English mean? Lord, you simply must. Uh, well, uh, uh, radio to a helicopter pilot oh, and don't have, have a, him uh, throw down a rope ladder. We don't have one of those. I mean, we just have this uh, sort of. We, I mean, we just have like kind of a, a strange hatch that leads into oh, a uh, I say, a hidey hole, can like I a sque- spider hole. Can I squeeze into this hidey holing spider hatch? I, I guess you could, but I mean, the thing is... Okay, it's, goodbye. Wait, it's hidden. That's the... the I'll you, find it. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> well... I uh, hope not forever. I hope not forever. But goodbye. Too. Okay. Um. Hey, Forval. Hey. So, uh, how'd that game go? It went good. I, I was practicing my knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. You didn't stab your... Uh... Where did my daddy go? Oh, you you didn't see him go away? No. Huh, yeah, you had your back turned. He must be going to get the re- the room ready, the cage room. Yeah, that sounds good to you, huh? Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to spend gonna a finally, whole year inside that cage. Finally feel loved and be just like a real boy. I say, is he gone? Oh, shit. Scotrick! Um, give me the all clear! Oh, my God. Sound the all clear! Scott, did you try to pull fast one on me? I didn't pull anything. Oh, I, I surely was... he's gone by now. <laughs> Oh, hello, Forval. You were you, you were literally gone for 60 seconds. That's I, not enough time to get rid of anyone. I just thought he would have killed you and got bored and wandered off. <laughs> I hope you were willing rude. to sacrifice me? Not willing to sacrifice you, but uh, uh, willing to turn a blind eye should you be sacrificed. You're not listening to me. That's no, right, I can't hear sometimes. Okay. Oh, I hope this is one of those times. It's my one good ear. <laughs> Seems like even with one ear, you'd be able to hear. What? Oh, never mind. Never got mind. it. <laughs> 
So, uh, no, I didn't pull a fast one on you. I, I was looking in the same direction as you, and this guy just, like, totally turned around, and he tried to sp- to get out of here. Oh, this guy is a Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, by the way. Look, I'm not going to lie. I understand. Oh. Do you? Yeah. Is that what adults usually do? Which is my favorite, and I really wanted to live with you, but, you know, I got a lot of baggage and stuff, so. Father, though it means my most certain death. Will you please let me adopt you? Oh, I know oh, it. Oh, my oh, gosh. This is the greatest day of my life. Please become my murderous son. <laughs> Ma- or a ward. Oh, ward. Let's yeah. see how it goes. Ward like, first. Yeah, like then a Robin yeah. type. Yes, we'll solve some crimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the justice. Sweet. I got a sweet little outfit on, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, now that I see it, yes, it is rather reminiscent of the, your rags and tatters. I just assumed were clothes that were wearing off of you are actually a very carefully constructed Robin costume. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is amazing. I, I've always wanted to visit your place, and you've never invited me. Well, no. But surely you didn't expect an invitation. Well, I mean, you're on this program so many times. Yes. I- how many times have I been invited, dear boy? Uh, one. Yes, and this is that time. <laughs> and now I would like to be invited to your place. Well, well, why don't you try bursting into my home a few times? Yeah, And then we'll it, see how it goes. It. Seems it. to lead to invitations. All right, well. Try burst in and see what happens. Okay. Oh, right. I like this. So it seems like you have some sort of like little attack dog here at the ready now no. that you're going to keep in a cage and you're going to have please, protect your house. Here. Please don't talk that way about my ward, who's also my vigilante justice partner. I mean, I, I thought that you and I were cool on this. Right, like, look, I'm terrified of him. <laughs> why I'm did you, to appease why him. did you say that you were going to adopt him? I'm trying to appease Are him. Are you going to try to ditch him? No, I'm going to try to escape the earliest convenience, don't you understand? So you're not actually going to adopt him? My God, no. Why would I? He's a stabbing little maniac. Well, how do we get rid of this guy? I don't know. It's, I think the only thing to do is to try to out outreach him to one of these knives and kill him. All right, the knives are back on the table. Yeah. Well, I think the mistake that we made the last... Time, yes, was that we announced that we were going to all reach for yes, them. Yes, yes, I think should do you're is right. Get to jump on him. Yes, we should reach for these knives before he does, so that I way say, we have at least a, like a half second before he. I say, should we have a code word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what should the code word be? A knife? Uh, knife grab. Knife grab. <laughs> okay, so if if either of us has knife grab, then we're both going to reach for the not a grab knife. N- Oh. This has to be crystal clear. Okay. Knife grab. Knife grab. How, knife can, grab. how can we remember that? You there remember has to be some mnemonic. You de- okay. Yes, a mnemonic device. Let's so let see. us know that when we grab the knife, we want to say knife grab. Knife grab. The signal is knife grab. How do we remember knife. to grab the knives when we hear the term knife grab? Well, K stands for kid. Yes, he's a kid. Yes, N right. stands for naughty. He's a naughty kid. Yes, he is. Okay, kid, I stands, naughty. I stands for I. I'm I, going to grab person. a knife. Yes, I am the person. F stands for friend. He's not our friend. Friend. Okay, and E stands for education, which is every child should have an education. So yes. that'll be easy to Also, remember. every good boy deserves fudge. That's true. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's that. G. Be, yes, G. <laughs> Go ahead. I did knife. You can do. Of grab. course. Uh, fast okay. G stands for Gadzooks. I'm terrified of this little child who's going to stab me with a knife. Okay, good. I must wrest the knife away from his control good. and therefore gain the upper hand. Okay, fantastic. So remember that. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. stands for really. Don't you think it's time you grab the knife? Okay, good. A, we're up to A. A, A stands for. Yeah. Here we are. A shame it would be ah, were this little boy to grab the knife first okay. and stab us. <laughs> it's okay. And then, of course, that leads us to the last letter, B. B. Boy. 
Boy. Okay, yeah. so we have it for kid. Let's review. Kid. K. Kid. Kid. N. Naughty. He's a naughty, naughty kid. Naughty kid. I. I want to grab this knife. Yes. F. Uh, friend. He's he's not a friend. He's not a friend. <laughs> That's how we remember. He's not a friend. E. Every friend. good boy deserves fudge and true. education. That's right. Dual meaning. Okay. G. Gazooks. Gazooks. This little boy is going to stab me. Stab me. I, have I have to, to grab, grab this knife, knife before, before he, he does, does and, and stabs, stabs me. me. Yeah. Knife grab! He was listening! He has one good ear! I am stabbed! I am stabbed! I am slain! Oh, perfidy! A plague on your lack of a house! Number one. Oh boy, Paul, what do you think? Your number one episode. That I'm ple- pleased as Punch's pilot. That uh, <laughs> The aforementioned Punch's pilot that we were just talking about. <laughs> there <that> you go. <laughs> I'm as pleased as he, as that great man, um, <laughs> that this was uh, number one. I enjoyed this episode so much. Yes. It seemed like... It was so much fun to record. <laughs> it was. And I can tell you that. I can tell you that from uh, from me and from Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber and from Bobby Moynihan, who played uh, the the ur- the urchin right. Forville. I would say, and the real Andrew Lloyd Webber yes, who we had. I would say if I if if I were in Andrew Lloyd Webber's place, I would imagine. I would say what a fun time it was and, and uh, how uh, the excitement of it uh, just continuing that narrative and going on and not doing the games and just <laughs> like just that crazy kind of riffing that just um, – And the unexpected ending with the mnemonic device, yes. the knife grab and everything. All, yes, all yes, spun yes, yes. out of thin air. Yes. And, uh, Were I, had I participated in it, I would say uh, it's one of the most fun times I ever had recording a podcast. Well, uh, not for me, but hey. Well, dude, it was, you know, <laughs> the, the apples and oranges. To each his own. <laughs> no, of course I love that episode and, uh, and it is it, – it rightfully takes the place – or takes the place of number one. It, it takes, it takes place its number place one. at number There's one. There's no more number ones. <laughs> Never. It takes its place. And, uh, Paul, I want to thank you so much for being my My ghost no, my co-host for this uh, these very two special uh, best of episodes. This they was were, a great year. Well, you they were, were the twoest special best of episodes. Oh my gosh! And I wish you had been on it more this year. But I know. Uh, maybe next know, year. Who hey, knows? Twenty thirteen. You it's, know. And Scott, I would yes, like sir. to thank you for the for the times that I have appeared on the show. Mm. Um, have brought me uh, a whole crop of uh, new fans every time, and uh, it has meant a great deal to me. So thank you. Thank so you. Much. Your participation in these episodes has meant a great deal to me. And uh, more than that, though, Brett. I want to thank you. And Wait, your more than that. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> no, but I do want to thank the listeners. We've had uh, uh, such a great year, and it's been my pleasure to do both the TV show and keep doing the podcast while we were doing the TV show. Uh, it was my pleasure to do them all, and I feel like this has been the best year in Comedy Bang Bang history. The the the, the history of the comedy. long storied history of Comedy Bang. The Bang. one and one half year. Yes, stretching all the way back. <laughs> but uh, I think we're going to have a great 2013, and I think that there's going to be more comedy. Bang Bang Goodness to come, and uh, I really look forward to. Uh, ha- what hey is- guys! Whoa. Hey! Oh wow! Paul, how you doing? Hey! It's, it's- oh my god! It's Weird Al Yankovic hey, is here. Very exciting! Hi! I, I know you're doing your best of show for the year, and uh, I meant to drop by earlier. What, 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 where are you up to in the countdown now? Well, well we've done. All the way from ten to to, to number to number one. Oh, so we've I'm done so, the entire. So countdown. sorry. Where was I in the countdown? I'm sorry, I missed it, man. I wish uh, I could have riffed with you guys. I which. 
Well, you're up you know, it's, it's not exactly like uh, within the bounds it, it's, of the, it, it's it not didn't necessarily one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not two. It's not, I mean, it's a big countdown. It, it's a lot of numbers. Are you saying I wasn't in the countdown? Look, Out of the whole year, we did probably 55, 56 shows this year. Yeah, yes. let me, let me, yeah. if I can. Okay. What Scott is trying to say is, no, you are not in the countdown. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I never yeah. know how to say that. Yeah. Sometimes that's, just the straight line, you know. Thank you, guys. Well, that's great. Like, well, I'm in two-hour parking. I'm going to go before I get ticketed. Oh, Thanks a lot. Oh, no. Oh, oh, hell no. I'll see you in 2013. No, I hope so. Next year. I hope to. I hope make your best of next year. Oh, no, don't We love you. <laughs> we why love you. you. Why are you we love leaving? you, Hal. Don't, don't leave, leave Hal. Come on. You're my girl. <laughs> You're my girlfriend. You, you, you know, we live together. I can't. It's so hateful to me. <laughs> well, Paul, I think there's only one last thing to do before we leave. I think you're right, Scott. And that is play a little. <laughs> See you, bro. See you in twenty thirteen. Thanks, bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. Want to hear Earwolf pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff, like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Montplacier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots, The Florida Cast. Wow, you're Native American too? This Week in Sports and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act One of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. You guys know that uh, Paul Rudd has been a friend of the show for many years, meaning he appeared on it once approximately eight years ago. Uh, uh, But a good guy, really great guy. And uh, he has an all new scripted audio comedy written by John Lutz. If you don't know who John Lutz is, uh, one of the funniest guys out there. I once saw a two person show with him and Scott Adsit doing improv. And it was, I was crying laughing. It was so good. You remember him from SNL and 30 rock. Uh, It's written by John and it is called escape from virtual Island. Okay. Rudd is joined by Jack McBrayer, another great friend of the show. I don't believe has maybe ever been on the show, but uh, was on the comedy bang, bang television show several times. Paula Pell. Ooh, very hot right now. Amber Ruffin. uh, And a host of your, 
a host of your comedy favorites. When I say a host of your comedy favorite, that's what I thought it was going. I thought it was about me, but no, I am not on the show. Uh, it's a host of your comedy favorites in this genre hopping madcap comedy adventure set on a remote luxury resort island in the year 2038. Oh, that's not too far away. Adventure seekers flock here to live out their wildest fantasies in custom made virtual reality simulations. When an important guest goes missing, a ragtag search party led by Paul Rudd's maladjusted resort air plunges deep into the world of VR in hopes of returning with a lost guest and some sense of reality. Perfect to listen to now. Start your spring off completely lost in comedy delight with Escape from Virtual Island. Listen free with a 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash virtual island or, this is neat, Text virtual island to 500 500. That's audible.com slash virtual island or text virtual island to 500 500. Are you stuck at home feeling isolated? Yeah. Worried about the state of things? Well, I think we're all feeling like that right now. Going a little stir crazy and wondering will this ever end? Can it end? What's it going to be like when it ends? Well, better help offers online professional counselors who can help. Yeah, there's no need to go into the same room as a therapist any longer. You can talk to a licensed online therapist and find relief. BetterHelp therapists specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, insomnia, family conflicts, and more. You'll connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love in less than 24 hours. That's how quick you can do it. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. And look, if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want it, wherever you are, which is probably in your own place. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BANGBANG. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash BANGBANG. That is betterhelp.com slash BANGBANG. Talk to a therapist online and get help. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. When you're an international podcast superstar like myself, it is hard to fit in a hot breakfast. But there's this thing called Just Crack an Egg. You just add a fresh egg to their fixins, which include real potatoes, veggies, meat, and cheese. You stir, microwave, and blammo! You get a breakfast fit for a podcast pioneer. There are seven different scrambles, like Denver. Protein-packed and all-American. Try Just Crack an Egg, my friends, and take breakfast back. It's in the egg aisle, duh. Hey, everyone. I uh, just want to remind you that we have a lot of great Comedy Bang Bang merchandise over there at Podswag. We have 10th anniversary shirts, water bottles. We have uh, Harris Whittle's journals, which are really cool. Um, all sorts of stuff. You want to go over there and get stuff because there's a great deal going on right now. If you head over to podswag.com slash bangbang and use the offer code bangbang at checkout, the first 100 people will get 30% off their Podswag order. So that is a great deal. 30%, that's like three-tenths or something. Head on over there, podswag.com slash bangbang. 